Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 175 of the No Podcast. We are No Outside Food or Drink, the Southeast Premier Video Game Podcast. Big news tonight. Alan Wake is being remastered. It was announced. We saw gameplay. That's two different stories. Uh, a big brain for Switch? Question mark. Path to victory for Horizon Forbidden West becomes easier. And I think the follow-up to that is also other PlayStation titles. Sonic Colors Ultimate Glitch Edition. <laughs> no question mark. <laughs> uh, we have your September Game Pass and PlayStation Now titles. Some pretty good games in there. And the PlayStation Showcase was today. We were recording a little bit later this week due to some scheduling conflicts, but that gave us a chance to get to the PlayStation Showcase news as well. So we have that for you. I am Richard Bergman, of course, joined tonight by Brant McKee. You must have a time machine, sir. It was yesterday. That showcase was yesterday. Uh, this it is feels a special like Friday edition. It feels like today in my brain. I guess the carryover happened. It was yesterday. I guess the carry <laughs> it carried over into today. I finished watching it today. I'll add that. I started it oh, gotcha. on the road, and then I finished watching it today. Uh, also joining myself and Brant McKee is Cesar Concepcion the second. Welcome, Cesar. Hello. Yep, I'm here, and hopefully the camera can- it's got my Swiffer box in the background, so I can get that uh that a uh, promotional advertising. Uh, they're already a sponsor. Uh, we're already pushing yep. the pet friendly ones, or actually the pet specific ones for the wet mops. Is there anything else you want to push? Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. It's Demon Slayer stuff all over the place and some ReZero stuff, so sure. There's a lot of Demon Slayer. I saw a Demon Slayer manga today at Walmart, and I looked at it like, mm, I might pick this up. <laughs> but it was more expensive than I remember paying for manga. I was like, oh, I don't think so. Not today. Everything's more expensive, sir. Yeah, there's yeah. um, before we get into it, there's a, there's a real bad manga shortage right now. It's really, really bad. Like the... It's like um, people have stopped buying books phys- uh, physically, but oh. manga has not seen a decrease at all. It's actually seen an increase. It's the only one of the few things that actually seen an increase out around worldwide. Uh, so it's like it's bad enough where Viz is telling people like, hey, go ahead and order stuff. I, I got Chainsaw Man. I ordered the manga for it when it was on sale for five bucks off right stuff. I think I ordered it four months ago and it's still on back order. Damn. Um, they, they just told people, hey, put your orders in and whoever, or, I mean, whatever has the most demand, they're going to print first. They said they can't print everything. There's a real, 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 real bad shortage right now, manga. What is Chainsaw Man? I've seen some uh, adult content related to Chainsaw Man, but I don't know what the character is that the person is specifically paying homage to. It's a, uh, it's a Shonen Jump manga. It's one of their material oh. ones, but um, I, I won't get into it. You just you have to read it. It's good. It's really, really good. Uh, the Most anime comes out later on this year. So, yeah. Walmart so, had Demon Slayer. The horror films in there, so. Uh, Walmart had Demon Slayer 1, 2, and 3, My Hero Academia, a couple of those, and then one other series. I don't think I picked that one up to look at it. But they were like $7.50 a piece. Is that the new going rate? Um, They're typically normally like 10 bucks, I think. Okay. So that's how we used to go on manga runs that were like buy two, get one every time. That's just what I was thinking of. Brand, we used to troop all over freaking middle Georgia looking for manga. This one, yeah, like, this one was 25. You get that size. Uh, well, how many volumes it comes in that one? Uh, three. That's a big boy. And that is what for the audio listeners? Uh, Steins Gate Zero. This one just came out. Um, and you have this one, super inappropriate Shonen Jump one. It's two volumes. It's 20 bucks is what you get. Okay. 
And then for the Demon Slayer, this one is 10 bucks, And that's what you get. And that is one volume or multiples? Just one. Just and one? This is the final volume of Demon Slayer. It's only 23 volumes. That's it? Yeah. Oh, it's that's done. pretty collectible. So, the funny thing is... Uh, there's a there's one called Fly Me to the Moon. And I got this one from Japan. Because I love this cover. Brent's humming the Sinatra song. I, I just watched oh, you, you freaking knew it, too. Fly me to I had to, like, stop myself from singing. Yeah, I was watching you. So, I, I love this thing, because when they posted the, the book online, I, everybody knows it is that. It's like a slice of life romance type thing. Okay. And I waited, because I knew it was going to happen. And when they posted that one up there, where her cover with blood and the samurai sword, everybody's like, what the fuck is happening with this show? <laughs> with this manga? Because she's actually the Tsukihime... She's a moon princess, and she's been around for hundreds of years. Yes, you go through that show, you find out she's been she's been around for like hundreds and hundreds of years. Hmm. And the whole premise is that there's a kid who who's I won't go too far into it. There's a kid named NASA. Uh, the parents call him NASA because they wanted him to reach for the stars, basically. And she saves him. She jumps in from, uh, from a bus, uh, killing him. And then he he asked her out on a date, and she said only if they can get married. And he agreed, and she just disappears for three years. And then she randomly shows up at his front door three years later when he graduates high school. And then they go and get married. And so he's, um, they end up moving together, and like they're kind of like finding each other, how they interact with each other and everything, how their differences. And so as he goes through it, she's pretty funny because she doesn't care for like history and stuff like that because she's lived it. So like she's big in movies like Terminator and Star Wars, and she cares about pop culture. She plays video games. She's like she freaked out about the Mega Drive references. So it's like uh, it was funny because when she went over to, when they move into somebody's house and they found all these gaming stuff in there, she's like she looked at it. She's like there's some real treasures in here, and she just starts pulling <laughs> stuff out. <laughs> like a bunch of video game stuff and start playing that. Um, but like it, he he's big on like architectural stuff and all that stuff. So when they go to meet his parents, it's funny because like his dad's are um archaeologist and he's like trying to decipher this letter. And she just looks at it and she laughs and she's like, because they don't know what it says. And she's like, she knows what it says. She's like, I said, I, she's at the, oh. she's like, she made this comment to herself. I think it's funny that you're trying to decipher a love letter somebody wrote and make it into this big thing. And she's, and he's like, what do you say? She's like, nothing. Don't worry about it. No so, real historical context. Yeah. yeah. That's he's like, he's thinking some kind of historical document is going to be about something. She's like, all it is is a love letter. From like, right. Some like New Age Rosetta Stone. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty good. It's a pretty good show, man. Like, I don't think he knows yet what she is. What's that um, one for uh for listeners? Uh, fly me. T- it was it um. Singing Brant. Fly me to the moon. What is uh? I found a bunch of One Piece manga. What is One Piece up to now? The American Prince. Do you know? Hundred something. Oh God. Nope. He just um he just came. Oda just came out and said that he they're in the final arc. He, one Piece is finishing. So I think after how many next, years? Uh, about twenty years. Uh, more than that. Yeah, within the next year, I think he says it's done. They're in the final arc, in the finish line. He just they just printed in the new Shonen Jump manga last week, I think, even when he made his comments in the final arc. Oof. So. We'll get a questionable Netflix adaptation eventually. I was I was just laughing because somebody on Twitter was like, <laughs> um, was like, uh, all that's gonna happen is they're gonna try to kill Luffy, and they're gonna like out. He said, I gave all my One Piece treasure to Zoro, and they're like, they're never going to find it because Zoro's always lost. <laughs> that was a joke. I gave all my treasure to Zoro. <laughs> that would check out, right? That would that would be a, yeah. that would be an appropriate finish. Because they, they're always like, uh, Zoro's always like, all right, you got to go to the left, and then he turns right. And it's like, they never find shit. 
Oh, God. Always looking in the wrong direction. Well, we looked in the correct direction, and we found Alan Wake Remaster, uh, which is coming to PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. Uh, this story comes from Sam Byford at The Verge. Uh, Remedy Entertainment's 2010 cult classic Alan Wake is getting remaster version for multiple platforms. Epic Games Publishing Arm will release Alan Wake remaster across PS4, PS5, Xbox Series consoles, and the Xbox Game Store on PC. Um, Epic says the remaster will feature all new rendered 4K visuals. They eventually showed off a little bit of game footage and screenshots from that. Commentary from writer and creative director Sam Lake and the expansions The Signal and The Writer. Pulp horror-influenced spinoff Alan Wake's American Nightmare doesn't appear to be included. Oh, I hadn't seen that before. That's interesting. Uh, but they did show some clips of this and some screenshots, and this looks like a pretty worthy uh, upgrade. People have been clamoring for this for a while. I think I started it on PC, what, has been about a year or so ago that I was talking about on the show? And I liked what I played of it. Um Cesar, you got me this, what, 10-something years ago? It was your game of the year that year it came out. It was a good-ass game. Yeah. On 360, I played the shit out of it and beat it. I think we're all down for this remaster. This is one that uh, everybody needs to play on these, not next-gen consoles, because it is available backwards compatibility, right? And it's a, it's out on PC still. but Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, this this is the first time it's ever been on PlayStation, so... That too. That's how they yeah. let off the trailer. Yeah, I forgot about that. First time on PlayStation. Yeah. So pretty cool. Uh, next up, Nintendo announced Big Brain Academy. Brain versus Brain for the Switch due out December 3rd. Uh, the commercial is very interesting. If you watch the <laughs> the ad that they launched with, it has a lot of family members like not being able to sleep or study until they get their uh, Big Brain Academy <laughs> workout in. Some pretty cool cross features like, uh, where is it? Go Brain versus Brain against Mind Masters near and far. Want to see how you match up to Brainiacs around the world? Hop on to Ghost Clash mode to compete against other users' data. Choose from Mental Marvels worldwide, folks on your friends list, or family members who have profiles on the same system. And this is December 3rd for $29.99. It was a pretty uh, inexpensive title. I was surprised by that. Definitely go check out that trailer. Do you guys enjoy the Big Brain Academy series of titles? Always a good time. Oh, yeah. I, I got big into Brain Age, like the first one, I guess, of these. And they, I know they sold a shit ton of that one and, and the subsequent follow-ups. But I haven't really messed with them. They're like, uh, you know, you get quick math problems and logic puzzles and things like that. And Does it do like, I haven't played one of the big brain academies specifically. Does it give you the brain age type thing and you have to try to make yourself younger or. Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of like that. It's similar to that. Right. But, um, gosh, it's, it's been a minute since I've played one of those as well, but this is, yeah, it's like brain versus brain. So I'm guessing you'll be able to pit yourself against. Uh, computer or family member or something like that add like a little competitive edge one of the modes they showed had the switch like turned sideways like we could mm-hmm. share the same screen and do a you know a, whatever competition or whatever puzzle it was on the same screen using each end of our controller but a lot of family activities and stuff like that in there uh, seems like Nintendo's kind of branching into that blue ocean strategy again with the Switch. It's like, oh, we got these consoles out there. Let's see who else <laughs> we can get uh, these in the hands of, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
Only we got virtual console. I'm the guy that's sticking to that. I just want more powerful hardware so I can play games better. That too, because even the first party ones are starting to tap out now, aren't they? Yeah. That's the uh, thing it's good to. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I've just been playing most mostly third party, so is that what third party titles are you playing on there that seem to lag or be slow or anything? Oh, uh, besides your last... twelve dollar need for speed. <laughs> I don't know. You you play that Need for Speed one, the one that they try to cancel on me. It's good. It's solid. It's not a bad game. Need for Speed Hot Pursuit Remaster. Yeah. So Monster Hunter does. Uh, Sto- Monster Hunter Stories does not play that well. Does not play well. Uh, no. It, uh, there's it's some slowdown on there. I know a lot of people prefer to play the um, the PC version. Um. Uh, that's the only one I can think of that I've played recently. That was to... Hyrule Warriors didn't run all that great, did it? And that's first dish party. Yeah, that uh, Age of Calamity. Yeah, it 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 gets down in single digits sometimes if there's too much going on. Forget if you're doing uh, split screen and you both throw your like super moves. It just really it's that oh, bad. It is. It's. It's jarring. It's bad. Yeah, it's real you were bad. Pulling off those type moves on like PS2 and stuff, right? Why is it? Why is it bottlenecked here on Switch? I don't know. Yeah, and the, the other one that uh, everybody's talking about is the Sonic Colors. Plays like shit on the Switch too. That seems like a bad port job, though. I don't know if that's like a specifically a Switch. I know that that port is worse on Switch, but I don't know that that's like the Switch hardware specifically holding that back because it ran Final Wii. But that is the only one. I saw the Digital Foundry video. That's the only one that does uh, 30 frames per second on consoles. Still the Switch one. Mm-hmm. Handheld and docked. Yeah, so run, yeah, the emulation on it runs like shit. So, mm-hmm. um, I was about to say, if we want to come back to the Horizon story, we can just jump straight to the Sonic Color story. Yeah, go to the, go to the Sonic one. Uh, since we're, since we're on it. Yeah, this, one, this one I've been playing. This one, uh, even this is a PS2 game that we never got over here. This came out over there in Japan from Atlas and Sega. Uh, and it struggles? And this one struggles. What is and that for PS, our audio PS2 listeners? Uh, Kowloon High School Chronicle. Hmm. Um, it's like a first person. It's not really graphically heavy game. Um, it's like a first person dungeon explorer type thing. Uh, when I got out of the pyramid, it was like the old guy in the wheelchair, kind of like a Indiana Jones. is like almost like toss me the... Toss me the tablet thing, and I'll let you out of the pyramid. That's, that's where I stopped Toss me that. the wheelchair. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, Sonic, going back to Sonic Colors, like uh, like you said, Cesar, this this game's got a lot of issues at the moment, um, besides the fact that it's, it's running mm, questionably on Switch. It's, uh, it's got a lot of glitches. Um... And these these videos were popping up all over Twitter um, over the weekend because you could pay what was it like five extra dollars to get the game early digitally. Uh, And people were and. you, You have to realize some people were playing it on a on a switch emulator, but a lot of people were playing it on uh the the hardware hardware as well and experiencing these extremely crazy uh glitches where the screen would basically uh go black and just have these flashes of all different 
colors all over these different colored bars and things come across um the specific uh let's see the specific article is uh from nintendo life and they've got one video on here but i've seen some some much crazier videos they're actually really funny i mean I, i didn't pay money for it i'm just watching the videos and laughing yeah and some of these, yeah, some of the glitches are really funny. The other <laughs> ones, it's like, uh, that's, you know, and, yeah. and the bad thing is, is, you know, if you, you got to worry about people that, that have epilepsy, you know, yeah. if they start playing this game and have one of these unexpected glitches, they could, you know, have a seizure or something. And I mean, they blind squirrel games, um, which worked on this uh, port, you know, they have acknowledged it as well as um her, what is it Katie and she's part of the um she's part of the Sega team and they've acknowledged that they're they're working on the issue Damn, so. that last update was five days ago. We appreciate all the feedback we've received about Sonic Colors Ultimate so far. We're listening and preparing a patch for release as soon as possible. If you're experiencing any issues with Sonic Colors Ultimate, please submit them directly to... Then they have a link. Hmm. Maybe stay away from this one for a little while? Yeah, I mean, it seems like... um, A majority of people that play it on uh, your your Xbox or your PS5... Mm Mm-hmm. It's it's rarer to get those issues. It seems to be, um, a, and it could be a bad port. It could be hardware limitations, but I I doubt that because we've seen other Wii games run on the Switch fine. So, but also, I mean, it's, yeah, I'm not going to digress. I'm not a game developer, so yeah, but uh, I I've played it on uh. PS4. I have it on PS4. I probably put about like four hours into it. I haven't had any issues with it. No say, issues. Yeah. Outside of the FMVs look like butthole, but yeah. It looks like a, it definitely looks 480p FMV. So when yeah. you're going from the gear graphics and going to, MV, to the motion video, it's it's noticeable. So That's what I saw on Digital Foundry. They were like, hey, these are the Wii videos. They just they ran them through an AI upscaler. Like, there's nothing you yeah. can do with the pre-rendered cutscenes like they are what they are. They said this is the best with what they could do with that, but it is definitely the Wii you you suddenly go to Wii assets that are like AI upscaled at that point. When I'm, what I played is what I played of it. That's the only weird stuff yeah. that hits you. It's like you play the game, then you see those videos. But outside of that, everything runs smooth on the PS4 one. I imagine it's probably the same thing on the Xbox. So yeah, what's odd yeah. is the is the loading times because the I saw a comparison with the loading times where the Wii uh, original it hardware like it was it was like something around like three to five depending. Yeah. And then on PS4, it was like one in some change. And then you went to the Switch and it was like almost 15 seconds or I think something I saw, like that. Yeah, I think I saw 16 or 18. Yeah, <laughs> it was like, oh, that's ridiculous. Shit. You're talking three times, you know, from Wii hardware to Switch. You know, that's yeah, it's it's either like we said, it could, it could be a mm, something weird in the in the port or it just maybe it's hardware limitations. So I said, have, said it before. We're not we're not developers. We're not no. We don't code video games. We don't know nothing. So you know, can't speak to it. Nope. 
I have the Wii version of this still, and I've never played this, so I might stick with that one until it's uh, more of a budget. Yeah, I'm about to say, you know? yeah, that that might be the better option. I'm looking at my sealed Wii version, so sealed Wii version. Mm. That's our extra set on his uh, definitive copy. I don't know. It seems like the next gen consoles is the way to go with it. It does seem like a worthy upgrade, especially with double the frame rate. But if you still have the Wii copy, it is a that seems to be a, a decent way to play it still, especially over the Switch one. Or like original hardware, like PS4 and Xbox One hardware. It didn't seem to do all that great. Weird hitches and such. All right, that was our Sonic Colors update uh, to the Horizon story. Who wants to take this one? We yeah, kind of touched on this last week. Path to Victory, so our flesh out the path, path to Victory. Sure. Yeah, so um, not too long ago, and this is from The Verge, Tom Warren. Um Sony had came out when they uh, announced their different versions of uh, Horizon Forbidden West. As the well 20 as, uh, different versions. Mm-hmm. Nailed down the release dates not too long ago. Did anybody uh, get that one with the big-ass dinosaur thing? No. Um, so they came back and said that uh, in this edition that the, the PS4 one would not automatically upgrade to the PS5 version. Uh, you can play the PS4 one in your PS5, but it would be exclusively that version. Right. Um, then there was a lot of hoopla back and forth, rightfully so. So because I mean, there somebody had what tweeted something earlier from the year where they said that was going to be a free upgrade game, and they yeah. kind of like mm-hmm. try to be sly and put it on there because they never promised any more. But they this right. was the last one in that the one that they promised. So and we know what they're trying to do is they're trying to do that next gen pricing. That's why they're doing the separation for the cost. Exactly. Uh, so they came back and they said that, all right, the upgrade for this one's going to be free. Um, then they said there any further cross-gen titles will be a $10 digital upgrade option going forward. Right. So basically, you're going to pay that $69.99 price tag at this point. Which is kind of uh, what we remember doing from PS3 to PS4. Like a bunch mm-hmm. of those early launch titles that were cross-gen. It was like, hey, pop your disc in, pay your 10 bucks, and then you get the new one. I did that which, with Battlefield. Which we're kind of been doing now because... Yeah. What was it? That price for Ghost of Tsushima, there was a price lock to that, and then you have Death Stranding, uh, Death did Stranding the same has thing. a ten dollar price. So I think it's just that's the standard at this point. So yeah, um, yeah, it, it is what it is. I mean, it it just looks real bad when you have the competition who's doing smart delivery. So yeah. and it's different. But Microsoft put in the work from the last gen because we had this conversation where they stopped doing backwards compatibility so they yeah. can do this for this reason they knew ahead of time that they were going to tackle this so this was yeah. something they've been working on for years and and they made it a lot easier this one doesn't seem as that's easy apparently so and smart delivery uh, let's clarify it's straightforward ish specifically for their titles but there's still some wonky shit with like call of duties and third-party things ubisoft titles with them they still have some weird shit too so yeah it's not a complete pass for them, but as far as their first party stuff, like I'm especially with Game Pass, I'm guaranteed to get the best Master Chief Collection version, whatever comes out. I'm guaranteed to get that. So it's cool knowing that just through Game Pass or through the co- the digital copy that I have, that it's it's going to be continuously upgraded and I'll get those assets and everything as they continue forward. But it's good to know that the outcry. <laughs> We're, we're always pointing out the the vocal part of the internet, whether it's good or bad, but uh, it seemed like they, they listened to this one, so they set a standard for their first-party titles going forward that it will be that $10 upgrade path, and we don't have to 
maybe we don't have these stories where we talk about path to victory every week. Yeah. I mean, we got to yeah, get out of this weird generational yeah. limbo thing. Which that's it. I mean, I mean, we we're for a while. So, but we only have what's left. It's Gran Turismo and Horizon and Horizon. God of War and God of War is one of them too. Yeah. Yeah. That's oh, a they can't also leave. Title. Yeah. yeah, they can't leave that hundred plus million. So I think base. The, I would they, either. They at that point, I think they already clarified that um, those games that they announced recently are gonna be PS5 only. So like Spider-Man Two and Wolverine at that point, and but those are looking at what 2023 probably. Yeah. So I mean, I think we're gonna have one more year of this probably. So by then, you would imagine they would have at least 25 million consoles out by then. So if, at that point, they can start leaving that stuff behind. You would think, because they're selling all the ones they can come up with. Have you all seen PS4s out and about again? Like I, I told you, I saw them that one time, and I've I've been in a couple stores since then, and nothing. Like PS4s just vanished too. It's crazy. No, I I been. Promise you, you've been in more stores than I've ever been in. Yeah. In the last <laughs> year, I've literally I've been. I walk into, and I'm not going to sit here forever on this conversation. I'm gonna. I walk into a Kroger to buy food. I walk into Whole Foods to buy food. I walk into a Walmart into the food section, and then sometimes in the clothes section, and then walk straight out. I don't go on electronics at all. That's fair. So, That's fair. Yeah. Good place to avoid unless uh, you want to go into Walmart and get that free gaming magazine that yeah. comes with a Skyward Sword poster. Mm. <laughs> Brent, people are selling those on eBay for like ten bucks. I just, oh I'm just going to throw it out there. I saw it today. <laughs> Oh, people are people are putting the free. Sh- we can't have anything. That's that's all that proves. Can't have anything nice. People are putting the free shit up oh. online. Ridiculous. I know, right? Oh, that's not good. All right, we'll move on to the next thing. Um, we don't need to go. There was nothing else in that Horizon story, right? It was just the no. path of victory, the ten dollar thing. Yeah. Um, Ghost of Tsushima got what, what was his path to victory? But that was already kind of laid out, right? Couldn't you? Yeah, it was. It was a little bit. It was weird, awkward. It was because it was. You could pay the nineteen to upgrade your PS4 copy to the uh, director's cut, and it was like ten bucks or something to just do the PS5 upgrade. So. Uh, it That's was Brandic did it right, man. I was kind of surprised by that one. I was like, ten dollars gets you that director's cut. That could, yeah, what doesn't want to call a director's cut? <laughs> Extended cut. Extended, Extended cut. cut. There you go. Keely cut. Uh, coming up to Xbox Game Pass this month, you're gonna get Craftopia, Breath Edge, Signs of the Sojourner. Surgeon Simulator 2, Access All Areas. Final Fantasy 13, I think that's the biggest one. Crown Trick, Nuclear Throne, and The Artful Escape. So more Final Fantasy games are coming to Game Pass Ultimate. That is for console and PC. Uh, interesting thing with that, I don't see in the news, but that is like a that is like a new port, that PC one specifically. That is done by Virtuos, the people who did uh, Final Fantasy 12 and Final Fantasy 10 and 10-2 remasters. So it's a whole different build than the console one that we're that we've been used to seeing it's um if you played i have i've owned the steam one for years uh the steam one is garbage uh if you play this one that's part of game pass you get this directly from the microsoft store it's nine day i don't the steam one has not been updated yet so oh they might not apply that update to that one they will probably eventually will because i know when they did this for um 
near and they put it on the the Microsoft store, they went back and updated the Steam one because it was notoriously bad. The Steam one was garbage because I think there was a lot of VTubers who were playing the Steam one. It was crashing all over the place and they were having issues running the game. Damn. And so I know one of them that I watched, had, she had bought the game for the fourth time just so she could finish the series. She was tired of buying the game because it kept crashing. <laughs> so when they came out with the one for the Windows store, she's like, hopefully this will be the last one I bought. She didn't. She never waited for the Steam one to get updated because they never get up and gave a final date. So if you so. bought the Windows Store one, that one updated through Game Pass Ultimate, that is the, the virtual Windows Store version. one premiered with the best version because it was never originally on there. They they made the Windows Store version for Game Pass. Gotcha. Because so, when you do Game Pass, it has to you obviously has to be through the Windows Store. It's not through yeah. any other launcher. So. Oh, tell me about it. And it has to go on your C drive unless they fixed that recently. Because yeah. we have this uh, Cesar. I don't know if you upgraded your SSD on this PC, but that shit's small as fuck. Uh, it's like a 128 gig one. <laughs> I got a two terabyte in mine now. Oh, you're uh, good. I just did the. I bought a Samsung stick, and I just there they give you free cloning software, and I just cloned the drive and oh, just popped man. it in there, and it took me literally 15 minutes. Damn. Uh, I need to do the same thing then. I'm looking at right now. I'm looking at uh M2s to drop in the Polymega whenever they ship that out. So I've followed somebody on Twitter, and I I think they bought an eight terabyte one that works in there. So he said he's going to put every game he owns on there, so he Hell just yeah. ended up paying the eight hundred dollars for the eight terabyte one. So eight hundred dollars. It was normally twelve hundred bucks. He got it for four hundred dollars off somehow. He waited and got a sale on it. He said he's been he's been sitting on it for a year. Like he's bought that one. He that was like the best price you can get an eight terabyte M dot two. I've never seen one out in the wild ever. I think he, the only place I see him you can order them is on Amazon, but it's a legit one. It's a legit one, so. Damn. And it works I can't jump on that, but let me know which one you end up getting because we still got to have our ripping party whenever we yeah. get them, right? Um, I, from what I said, uh, from what I've seen online with the people with the beta, they said um, the one terabyte is the least recommended, and they were almost able to fit every PlayStation One game on there. So. That's not a bad goal to achieve. So <laughs> That's I, a I lot believe, of PlayStation One yeah. games. Yeah. So I'm I'm looking at uh, I I might get. I might fuck around and get a four terabyte. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, we'll oh, see. Because I, I got the one with all the modules. So, Polar Knight says, sweet Jesus, it is the perfect evolution of beards. Uh, is that the three of us? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just yeah. trimmed mine down a little bit. I normally it's shave mine in. at the gym. and I, I, went, I went to the other gym today, so. Not the one. The one at work is the one I shave at. The other one I try to get the hell out. So, but isn't uh, isn't the Polymega supposed to be the twelfth? I thought I saw um, they, something on Twitter. They started shipping the notifications today. I didn't get one yet. Yeah, um, I saw that tweet too. I don't have um, anything either. They said that it's gonna. They're not gonna complete shipping of everything until the end of October. So they said it's gonna be within that time frame from today gotcha. to October. At some point, uh, naturally, I'll probably be getting my shipping stuff when I'm out of town because that's usually how it works for me. Amen. So, <laughs> yeah. Bullfuss. Yeah. Yeah. And it'll get so, left at your neighbor's house. I will have to find somebody <laughs> to. Along with all your anime games. I'm hoping I'm hoping Renee will be back in town to make sure he gets it. <laughs> or I have to find somebody to swing by and get it. I'll figure it out. So, I don't know. All right. I'm actually looking at the beards. I think, Brent, are you the number three? Am I number one? Cesar's number two. And Brent, you're number three beards? Progressive. I don't know. So, so where you at? Maybe I'm number two. So I might be ahead of you. Thank you, Polar Knights. I never thought about this. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is part of our content. This is our this is our community. <laughs> Rank the beards. 
I will come in here with no facial hair once I start growing uh, white hair. So, uh, you'll definitely be zero then. You'll be at the bottom. Be you the you bottom. know you'll see me at that point. You'll see me when I'm a straight bald and look like the, the the main character from Powder. Then you know, <laughs> like, or he found a gray hair. Or the famous painting, uh, the scream. Yeah, that that as well. <laughs> just that thing. At that point, you know, all right, he found a gray hair. He's going all in. Uh, so far, so good. Uh, Burn it to the ground. <laughs> all right, I can, I can I can do a Brian Urlacher and figure out how he got hair to grow on his head. So he did. How did that happen? Or uh, Wayne Rooney from uh, Manchester United. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, the, gen- the gentleman from IGN, remember the dude who lost all that weight? Someone's like, you lost all the weight and grew hair on your head? And he's like, ah, I'm not telling my secrets. <laughs> 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 Whatever he weighs, he did something too. So I was like, okay. Side effects of weight loss. I got my hair back. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what he's going with. Yeah, but you know something else happened. So that's, that's not how it works. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, this, this news blast from Xbox also notes that Quake, Quake 2, and Quake 3 are out on console and PC for those last two. Spirit Fair has a DLC update. State of Decay 2, Fallout 76 has an update. <laughs> sure. Uh, and they remind people you. Playing it. So, yeah, one of, so one of the big ones is going to be the R Full Escape, right? I know they've been heavily promoting that one from the last yeah. almost a year and a half. Okay, cover on that because I have no clue what this is. I'm looking at that screenshot and I have no idea what that is. It was, it was in that indie show. This is the one that has... It's got some big... Um, talent tied to it too. I see Carl Weathers. I'm I was gonna say that. I remember Carl Weathers was in there. Um, but it's it's you play like a the son of a of a famous musician and you're trying to find your own way, make your own sound, and become this um big folk musician and go on this journey. So it it looked visually really interesting. It's so. it's one is one of those ones that. You know, because Xbox kind of went away in that last generation with their um their indie titles. Yeah. And the Artful Escape, it looks like, if you watch the video, it looks like something that Sony or Nintendo would have gotten. Like, they actually went out and got this one, because this one was like, this is something they would have got. It's unique and it's different, so. That's out today as of this recording, or yesterday yeah. as of our podcast recording. So when you're listening to this, check out the Artful Escape. I need to, I need to look at it, too. Is it, I mean, platformer, action adventure, do we know anything else about it? That's a side scroller from what I remember from it, right? Yeah, I know it was left to right. There's some so. more. It's mostly musical, and there's a lot of stuff going on in that game. It's been a while since I've seen it because I hadn't watched the last couple ID um, shows, Xbox ID ones. So, but I know this. They've been heavily. I remember they were heavily promoting this one. A lot of people were when they first showed it was you know like oh yeah that looks cool, yeah. What is the last uh, kind of a hot take state of indies type thing? What is the last like indie game you guys played? Is there anything that you've really tuned into or or really was a must play day one type deal with y'all? Mm. I've kind of Question. I've kind of gotten away, but uh, again, the three of us have libraries to pull from. It's not like it's not like we are paying attention to these shows and like honing in on each individual title and looking forward to that. We, we have a wide breadth of stuff to pull from. So I'm not going to say we're the perfect candidates for stuff like that. But at the same time, like, I guess my friend Pedro was the last one I was really excited about. And I, I didn't even play that. Like, I, I didn't even try that one out. So probably Hollow Knight was one of the, the last ones that yeah, it's been really, like two really, years from yeah. me. Yeah. And is that even indie now? Like, that's not even a really... A, uh, it's 
still indie, but yeah, I mean, it's gotten so much traction. <laughs> I'm sure doesn't want to lose his cred because he <laughs> fucked when, around and beat Hollow Knight. He's like, yeah, it's indie. I'm, st- I'm still hardcore. I haven't lost whenever, my way. I- I'm I telling you, whenever, whenever we hear anything about Silk Song, it'll be in a Nintendo's indies when we hear about it yeah. whenever they decide to show it again. Indie World Showcase instead yeah. of uh, indies, which they World dropped. Premiere. World Premiere. Indies. All right, uh, what were the PlayStation Now titles? Who wants oh, to grab them? Real quick, real quick oh. at the end of that article. Yes. Leaving uh, Game Pass oh, September 13th. Always, always the flip side of the Game Pass exchange. Red Dead Online, uh, Cloud and Console, and then September 15th, uh, Company of Heroes 2 for PC, Disgaea 4 PC, Forza Motorsport 7, Cloud Console PC. That's the biggest one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hot Shot Racing, not, Cloud not just Console. Leaving, leaving forever. Yeah, de- delisted for forever. Yeah, I, I still, and I, I'm i going to make this point, but I heard it from another podcast, but this is your most recent Forza-like simulation-style yeah. game. This is the most recent one that you have to look back on and offer, and you're going to pull it from the, you pull it from the store. That is mind-boggling it's, to me. Mm. I don't understand it. It's like not being able to get the most recent Gran Turismo. If there was two different Gran Turismos and you could not get the simulation style one, it just, I don't understand how that works. Like, how can you pull that off and not, you don't have something in its place? I mean, Horizon goes away too, so. I mean, it's just something with that whole franchise. It does, but like you, you're, what is your alternative? You have to track down a physical copy or is Forza, is Forza Motorsport 6 available on Game Pass or 5? Can you no, get those? those? Are all been delisted, man. Yeah, I think they've been See, delisted. See, that's how can you let that happen when you have this first-party service that you're propping up, and you have, I mean, people joke for years it was Halo, Gears, and Forza, right? That's the that's the house of Xbox. That's all they have, and you are pulling those titles away from. I, I know people that still play Forza Seven. Who knows, man? I mean, you can either that's you got two ways to do it. You can pull the title away, depending on whatever contracts they got out there, or you can start patching stuff out and then piss off a whole nother group of people. So, and again, again, we're just talking. We're just talking because they probably have the numbers where it's like uh, 95% of people play the Horizon series and they don't really like these anymore. So, who knows? Is there Forza Motorsport 8? Has that been announced or shown off or anything? No, I I Mm -hmm. think you know it's coming, but this this year is the. Horizon year, so I don't. Mm-hmm. It's been Horizon year twice in a row. I know <laughs> we're yeah. in the Horizon decade now. So seven, I, seven came out so long ago. I think um, they're they're planning eight for next year to right around when Grand Terrace one comes out. So that's part of their their big big one. So I want so badly to appreciate racing games outside of arcade style ones and fighting games. I wish I could just like dive in and just appreciate both of those absolutely not sir the only great racing game is uh ridge racer and we haven't got one in like <laughs> five i do love ridge racer i love ridge racer see that's the thing is you can you can you can boot those up and appreciate them unless you play with somebody that really knows what they're doing and then you just get your ass handed to you and it's like i'm not this isn't fun it's not you fun know what anymore. though you know what? You touch on something, Brant. I can't appreciate it because the other day on ESPN2, I believe, they were playing Gran Turismo Sport. It was like a league. Mm. And I was glued oh. to it. I was watching it like it was a legit sport. I'm like, holy shit. Because I can appreciate people who are good at, at things like that. I, I might not be able to pull it off. I don't speak car stuff. But 
I can watch this competition and hear the feedback and the announcers and all that, and I can buy it. That's kind of an eSport that I'm actually into is watching the racing stuff. But, man, it's, I wish I could play those games without spinning out all over the place. It's one of those things you got to just play until it clicks, man. That's all it is. Mm. It's, yeah. it's the same thing like a fighting game. You know, like there's certain games. That each fighting game, I love fighting games. I love fighting games so much. I'm a, yeah. I'm a button masher. I'm a button masher in every single one. I've never <laughs> learned moves in anything. I would say I own so many fighting games is ridiculous. I mean, it's probably like 20% of my collection is fighting I'm games. I'm right so. there. I would love to appreciate Tekken and uh, Mark of the Wolves and Virtual Fighter and all these things. And I just, what is my main takeaway from that Virtual Fighter that we got for PS5? I boot it up and I go into that Virtual Fighter channel and I just watch people play. <laughs> that's, my, that's my main benefit <laughs> of the game. Like, I'm not going to be good at this. Let me watch somebody who is and enjoy watching them play. Yeah, so or one that, of it, it's that famous just, Daigo fight. Remember Daigo coming back in like Street Fighter Alpha 3 or something yeah. at first, like big? Oh, I, I still get chills watching that footage. I mean, it, it mostly is just when it clicks, man. There's certain games, I find games that clicks with me and I get pretty good at, and there's some I, it just it never sits well. It just all depends on the length and the combos and everything like that. Each each game has its own flavors and different 2Ds versus different in 3D. You yeah. do 3D, you have that side step, and people use that pretty well. Uh, I'm a lot better in 2D fighters than I am in 3D, because <laughs> so, I'll I'll forget to use the side step, man. People just sit there. I'll do like a yeah. six hit combo, and they just like, Whoa. and I'm like, fuck. And I'm like, and it just throws everything off. They get like, you oh, in soul yeah, you side step. They step to the side in soul caliber and get you with a sword or some shit. And you have to, yeah, you have to like, if you're good at it, and you can kind of read what people are doing, you'll you'll step with them and just continue the combo, man. If you get good at it, and it's just it's just stuff like that. You just gotta wait till it clicks, man. All right, I started to laugh because <laughs> it's borderline selfish of me, but uh, my kids have been playing a lot of Genesis recently uh, together, right? So I'm like, why don't you try out a fighting game? They're like, what's a fighting game? Oh, you know, no. Dad, what's a fighting Dad, what's a fighting game? No, it's not there yet, Brant. I'm like, well, one of you is on one side, and you kick, and you punch, and you can throw, and stuff like that. And the other of you is on the other side. You don't want to try that out because Genesis has some great fighting games. Yeah, You know, you've got early Virtual Fighter. You got uh, Street Fighter, good copies of Street Fighter. You got good copies of Mortal Kombat, like and Eternal Champions. But we could throw some, we could throw some fighting games in there, and uh, that didn't, that didn't sound like <laughs> something they wanted to do. So I was, tr- I was trying to like, <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to bring it into my house by <laughs> introducing them to it, and then it becomes a thing, and it's not there yet. So I'm still trying to nurture that. I may just. I may just I may keep pushing the fighting game thing. Yeah, I, you know, for me, like the the one that got me into fighting games was uh, Killer Instinct. That was I, I've always dabbled in fighting games, but until when I started doing Killer Instinct and started doing like the King combos and Ultra and doing the different finishers on there, man, it, I had a, a shit ton of fun with that game. So after that, I I grew to appreciate fighters a lot. Um, so we played Tekken. My brother, myself, and my cousin, we would play Tekken two or three he had a ps1 so and we would just rotate out characters and it was never anything more than button mashing but we would <sighs> there were some aggravating rounds of uh tekken that we we had back and forth it's like fuck you i can't beat you with pick a different character you got to beat me with that character it was just this back and forth of you're the using cheating. the same thing, but you can't the, beat that thing. The whole thing, cheating so. thing, like you start throwing oh. around the words, like the dirty words. You're <laughs> cheating. Like, I'm just playing the game. How am I cheating? I'm not doing it. Stop no using that move. That move is bullshit. Well, you got to counter the move. And then you got no you got no answer for it, so you just get your ass handed to you. 
<laughs> so it's you get the you get the blood boiling in those games sometimes, man. So yeah, it does, and I I don't want them to do that to each other, but it would still be fun to. I don't know. Maybe I'm. <laughs> may, yeah, the, maybe it's something I don't want to bring into the house. I got the feeling that they'll start playing, and they're like, "This, this, this sucks." Maybe <laughs> later. I don't know, man. I could be wrong. I don't know because it, it still never clicked yeah. with me. So yeah. All right. Let's see. Real quick to finish up. Uh, last two on the list here: Leaving Game Pass, Dark Crystal, uh, Age of Resistance Tactics. Oh, and, that was a big get for. Uh, did anybody try yeah, that out? That was a big uh, get. For game pass Mm-mm. i never tried I never, it i never even downloaded it oh you got five days as the as of the recording of this force it ain't happening brand know what i'm saying uh th- and throne breaker the witcher tales it's witcher time it's always witcher time, <laughs> it's always witcher time. <laughs> oh speaking of which i was going i was doing some ps5 like maintenance and updates and all that and i was going through my storage i'm like why do i have all these clips and I just went into like trophy, uh, trophy pops, and it was like it was a it was a three by three. It was like nine solid screenshots of me unlocking stuff as the Witcher on the Olympic Games <laughs> in Tokyo 2020. I was like, holy shit! It's just like this Witcher shrine of unlocked achievements on on the Olympic Games. Oh, I was laughing at that. What is Thronebreaker? I never played that part. I never played I don't that. Know. It's yeah. like it's a it's like, it's like a visual novel type. It's a Telltale uh, type adventure game, right? I don't know. I don't know if it's that deep. I just remember it's two D stills, and if I remember correctly, it's more of a like a visual novel type thing. But it's what it's what sticks in my head. And it's leaving Game Pass. Uh, what else is it available? And I'm assuming everything like iOS, it's PS4. On, it's on. Switch, it's on it. I mean, it doesn't take much to run the game. Uh, it's a single-player component for the Gwent, the Witcher card game. Oh, okay. Uh, that makes sense. Now, whether or not, I don't, I don't, I don't know if it's exclusively about the cards or not. I know it's all told. I don't know. It's weird. You look at the photos for it. It's like it's isometric. There's a bunch of stuff going on with it. So. I've heard of it before. I've just never dabbled in it or anything. You know what? I'm, I don't even know. I, I think I own it. I just haven't played it. So, <laughs> so I'll just leave All it right. at that. And yesterday we had a, a PlayStation showcase, a PlayStation Direct, if you, you will. Skip the uh, PlayStation Now games for September. Go ahead. Go ahead. Fill us in, Brant, because I okay. closed that link already. Gotcha. Real quick. Uh, so we're getting Tekken 7, uh, Killing oh, Floor fight. 2. Another fighting uh, game. Uh, looks like Windbound, uh, Pathfinder, Kingmaker, Definitive Edition, RPG. Moonlighter, and Final Fantasy VII. They they announced what is that? that. Uh, I don't know. It's some game. Um, it's the final of the fantasies, but apparently there have been six other ones, uh, and apparently there's even more after because they announced that starting this month. Uh, for the next, is it five months? Uh, they're going to release like January or something like that. January, February, I can't remember. Yeah, it's through January. Um, Final Fantasy seven through like thirteen, I believe it was. No, thirteen. Thirteen is not seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve. There it is. Yeah, right. 
There's three. Seven, eight, nine, ten, ten, two, and twelve. Yeah. Ten, ten, and ten, two are together in December. Everyone has copies of this on every other available platform, right? <laughs> At this point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's not for us then. The PlayStation Now thing, but it is a good. That is a good ad campaign. I wish they would do more series like this. Like, mm-hmm. I think they would pull me in if it was like, "Hey, Ape Escape. We're gonna have an Ape Escape every month. You can play Ape Escape one this month, and then two, and then three. <laughs> so that that would be something cool, right? Yeah, that that studio we got rid of, Japan Studios. We're gonna have a Japan Studio month or mm-hmm. months. R.I.P. Yeah. God bless Japan Studio. All right, is that all the PlayStation Now news? Yes, on to PlayStation Showcase news. Let's go on to the PlayStation Showcase, which opened up with a super long trailer for Play Has No Limits, their advertising campaign. I'm looking yeah. at it like, what the f- what is this? Is this, uh, yeah. is this PS5? What is this? <laughs> when like, you start well, seeing this. That was like 10 minutes wasted there. Yeah, it was pretty deep into it, but you start seeing the PlayStation symbols pop up, and it's like, ah, something's going on here. This is They're probably going to break this up and, and release these as commercials throughout the next year or so. I like their Play Has No Limits uh, ad campaign, except for people keep noting that you can't find uh, PlayStation 5, so the Play does have limits. Uh, the first bombshell was the first game they showed off, which is uh, Asper is remaking BioWare's uh, Knights of the Old Republic from 2003. And this is the first time it'll be available on a PlayStation platform. That's the second time we said this this episode. And it's, I believe it's either going to be an... Ex- I know it's going to PC, but it's either going to yeah. be like a PS5 exclusive or Console it's... Exclusive. I was about to say it could be possibly timed exclusive. We'll have to it see. It is. I think it, was, I think it was six months at least from what I saw. Jeff Grubb. Uh, corroborated whatever that story was. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a limited time. It's just, mm-hmm. no, there's arguments about how long it is. And there's no telling because Sony has what seven was a like year, and they got the other game that was coming up later. That's two years. Is they're all over the place. It was and then you know definitely was like a year. I guess it all depends on. I think we're, they're just trying to confirm how long that exclusive is going to be. So yeah, but it's only and. And to note, we saw nothing of this except for kind of a, a voiceover Dark, by yeah. Jennifer Hale. Yeah. And you see the dark, the saber light up, and you get to see Darth Revan's helmet. So it's funny. I was I was watching, listening to this, more listening to it. And I heard the theme, and I'm like, "Is that Star Wars? What the hell is this? They're leading off the show with Star Wars. What can this be?" So Kotor uh, remake was a pretty cool yeah. thing to lead off with. I know it's been rumored for at least a few months, but. Mm-hmm. For it to show up here was that was a surprise. Yeah, we just talked about Asper. Who who bought them? Are they were they embraced by the group? Is that when we talked about the new story? I'm trying to remember because they they're are, like long. They are time, in the bracer group. Yeah, they're, they're part of long time like Mac porters. They ported a bunch of shit to Mac back in the day. Like this this well, is their gearbox did Halo, but this is their first major project since this is a full-on remake because they did say that's gonna uh that team's mixed with some new people as well as some of the original developers from that game so that's an important note yeah mm-hmm. people who know what this game's supposed to be it'll be interesting to see because we don't get a lot of turn-based games anymore and this is was kind of a hybrid of that real-time and turn-based schema so it'll be interesting to see if they if it's a remake like Final Fantasy 7 remake or Resident Evil, you know, two and three remake, or if it's just a here's Kotor with like super upscale textures and all that kind of stuff. So 
that'll be interesting to see. And they, depending on that success, they still have KOTOR 2 that they could follow up with. So yeah, that is open, wide open for them. Next up, we saw Project Eve, which looked really wicked and cool. It's like a, uh, to me, it was like a Bayonetta ass game, man. It, it looked like, like the crazy, yep. the the crazy flip and stuff. It looked like there was, it, to me at least, it looked like there was like a slowdown mechanic at a couple few times with the dodging and stuff like that, and then like hack and slash. But with it, with Tons his of style, so much. I was gonna say with to his. It. As big as the world was, it kind of reminded me of like some of the aesthetic from the near games. But yeah, it, it looks it looks good. It looks real good. Project Eve. So I'm I'm imagining that we'll get a another title. I'm I'm sure it's not going to come to us as Project Probably. Eve. Probably. Yep. Who makes that? Who was it that? Uh, uh what was it up? Was it? A, it wasn't a Square title, was it? No. no it's, a, it's a Korean studio. I thought it was a Final Fantasy, like sixteen something, but then I was as I was watching, I'm like, no, they said that was going to be medieval. Like we already saw a preview of that. It was going to yeah, be it's dragons. A, it's, and, it's, it's a Korean studio called Shift Up. There okay, we go. Shift Up, Shift Up. Uh, next up, we saw Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Uh, that is, of course, a spinoff of the Borderlands series from Gearbox, mm-hmm. uh, with all of that humor and cell shading and everything else that makes that series what it is. It is coming out March 2022. Next up, we got a extended Forspoken story trailer and release window, which is going to come out in spring 2022. This looked really good. It still continues to look good. Forspoken from Square Enix and Luminous Production. Uh, all these are coming from PlayStation Lifestyle. I can't remember if I think Brant mentioned that. Yes. Uh, we saw a little bit more of Rainbow Six Extraction. So if you're a Rainbow Six fan, check that out. Fight Should your be. aliens now. Sure. Should be your cup of tea. <laughs> uh, they they've hit a formula with that, you know. I, they, I've never they played. Really have. I've never played Siege, but I know people who tune into that and play it like I do Halo. So that is something they have really turned into a thing. What a crazy pivot from what Siege originally launched as, and what they've turned. Ex, was it? It was called Quarantine One, <laughs> Quarantine <laughs> into Extraction. Mm-hmm. Oof. Uh, next up, we saw some gameplay of Alan Wake Remaster, which was announced earlier in the week. Looks really good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys, they're making they're making a Grand Theft Auto Five GTA Five. Believe uh, it. It's the same one. Uh, Cesar and I were actually talking earlier today about uh, there was somebody on Twitter that was just going off on this trailer when they watched it. It's like. <laughs> There's Michael and Franklin and whatever the other guy's name is. They're doing the same. That's this. They're doing the same shit. And then every feature they showed off in the trailer, like uh, uh, driving cars. He's like, we could yeah. do that on Xbox 360. Uh, heist. We could do that on Xbox I, 360. Everything they were la- going to. I was laughing when he was like, we we can't can't let them keep getting away with this. He was screaming that. <laughs> <laughs> we got this on 360. We we can't allow this. Well, uh, I mean, the, people the, the biggest it, thing is that, they'll, they'll be, all right. They'll like, all right, let's let's speed up six. But yeah, you know, they they've lost that. Um, I'm probably gonna say their name uh, wrong, but you know, the Hauser, he, the main writer, he he left. So I mean, I imagine you know, there's a new guard in there. So it's probably whatever major changes you're gonna see now is probably gonna happen with this new guard. So. Yeah. I mean, but what do they have to do? Their moneymakers GTA Online, which they also announced is coming with the delay to March 2022, because it was supposed to come out the end of this year. 
but they're going to make their money off of that. And we, it seems like we're getting GTA three, San Andreas and vice city in a collection. So yeah. What does a story driven GTA look like anymore? We haven't gotten one since the end of that generation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, mean, it, I imagine it's going to be something different. You know, rockstar has been known to shake stuff up. So, I mean, you know, uh, the only thing I can think of is what red did. Redemption 2 was that was a mixed bag. Some people loved it and some people felt it was boring. You know, that game, right? When I played it, it I put like four hours into it and it still didn't pull me in yet because there's a lot going on. That world is something to be appreciative of, but it's like you have to be patient with that game. And that you know, I, a long burn, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, it's good. Don't get me wrong, it's good. I'm not saying it's a bad game. It just, I didn't have that. It's like, it's like I said last time, I took the game out of the consoles. Like, I have to. I have to figure out a time to play this. It's something you have to sit there and like, all right, I'm going to sit there and play this. Yeah. Exclusively and go through it. So if it doesn't grab you, it doesn't grab you. That's, that's how it goes sometimes. Yeah. I, don't I, don't wrong. Some... I love Westerns, man. It, it, I just, I, I just got to have time to do it. I just want to put the time in there because it's, right. I just lose patience and just start going in there and start fucking around. It's like, and then I, why do I keep on dying? It's like, I'm not playing the way that the game is built to be played as. So, I've yet to buy that one or play it on Game Pass or anything like that. So I'm I'm kind of waiting for the next gen version of that. I think it's I think it'll be here before too long. Uh, next up, we saw Ghostwire Tokyo continues to look good. Uh, Cesar and I talked about this as well. Uh, kind of don't want to see any more of this. Let's just go into it blind. We're I think all three of us on this show at least yeah. are sold on. Yeah, let's check this out. It's it's kind of had a reboot since um can't remember her name. Uh, she was the lead director. Since she left, but it, it still seems like a good title. It doesn't. It doesn't seem like it's lost its creativity and uniqueness. Uh, next up, we saw Guardians of the Galaxy story trailer. Uh, I actually skipped this part. Yeah, I didn't watch this part either because uh, between me and you, I uh, was doing job-related stuff. So there were some parts of the screen when I was like, ah, I yeah. cannot pay attention anymore. So I was like, <laughs> uh, and I walked away from that one because, I mean, I'm interested in playing it, but I kind of just want to play it instead of uh, them feed me everything. So It says it's coming from Idos. Is this a Crystal Dynamics joint? Is this their This is what they've to... done instead of doing uh, another uh, Duos X or uh, Tomb Raider. So yeah. okay. this, is, this is what they're like. You have this license and do this. Do something. Don't screw it up like Avengers. <laughs> I mean, which is still coming out. I think they're they're supporting it. There's the Black Panther DLC and all that stuff. Yeah, Spider-Man's man, coming sucks, eventually, man. finally, That's, though. That sucks, man. It's that grind stuff in that game. I like the game. The story yeah. was great. I enjoyed the hell out of it. You but said like, the story was really grind. good. The story's really, really, really fucking good, and people miss out on it because it's just the, the grind in that game is, just, is, is dumb. The grind, it's just dumb. That's my opinion. I'm fun. sorry. It's, it was, it's just, it takes forever to level up, and it makes it adds link to the game you just have to you artificially padding. It's like, yeah, that's basically what it is. It's like a a, a more padded version of Destiny. So mm-hmm. it's like Destiny Two, which is already kind of padded as it is. So you know, yes. I ace for people enjoy that. I just haven't met that person that enjoyed it yet. But I'll I'll be happy to uh, shake their hand when they come up and like, yeah, I like this shit. And, and then I'll apologize. I'm like, All right, you it's know, actually Brent. It's actually Brent. You have to shake Brent's hand over there. That's fine. The story's yeah. fucking great, man. If it, people, I would tell people to play for the single player campaign. If it's ten bucks somewhere, grab it. It's been yeah, cheap. I saw it. I saw it for twenty the last time it came across, and I was like, mm, "Still seems too pricey." <laughs> it, it is the story campaign with a uh, Miss Marvel is, is really, really, really good, and I really, really liked her character. It was really well done. Yeah, heard that and, too. So that might be worth it alone. 
regardless of what it was promised to be or what, you know, they tried to flesh it out to be. But it sounds like that core experience, like Cesar experience was really, really solid. Now, I can't I, I maybe I should pop it in there and try to figure out how to do the, the path to victory on that nightmare fuel one right there uh, and maybe play the the Black Panther one because that one's free. It was included in the update. So hmm. I just never after reading online, like all the bullshit they had to do to get the PS5 version, I was like, ah, do I just wait till it's $20 on PS5 and just buy the disc and not fuck around with the PS4 one and just the save unsmart, myself a headache? The unsmart delivery. Yeah, the 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 way they tricked me into spending more money into the game. Um, <laughs> I I don't know. I we'll see. At some point, I got so many games with free upgrades. I need to throw them in there and get them before yeah. somebody goes like, "All right, we're stop doing this." You're, yeah, can't get them anymore and just shoot the birds at me. You know, I was before like, they before they close your path to victory. Mm-hmm. Uh, Next yeah. up, we had Blood Hunt coming to PS5. That is Vampire: The Masquerade Blood Hunt. It got a new trailer to accompany the announcement. Uh, you know what I thought of when I saw this? So, that's gonna be one of our free PS5 games for PlayStation so? Plus. Yeah, think so. Yeah, get that player base in there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you know, uh, Vampire: The Masquerade is 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 a huge game. I, I when I worked in retail many years back, I had a coworker who was like big in that game, and he would like freaking cosplay. And like they do a LARP in that game, and I'm like, I never heard. Oh my gosh! I was like, okay. So I mean, I don't think the original people who developed that game are still doing it. I think I think the studio, I think they've handed off to whoever owns that license now. Yeah. So they haven't yet to put anything out outside of maybe that uh, visual novel that came out on the Switch or where the what I forgot was called. It's something similar to it. That's the only thing they've done with that license. So the second game, which they keep redoing and changing developers, and yeah pushing back i mean they haven't actually come out to a part where they actually done anything with this license they own it was like the new stalker so mm-hmm. and, and then we then we got what uh death hopefully loop. the final death loop trailer i mean this i'm sure th- i'm sure they'll have it the, like right before it launches yeah. the, the death loop launch trailer it's like guys how many more times are you going to show off this game well we we know you know sony you know before uh, Bezza got bought out. You know they were having issues, and they said this before that they're yeah. they're they're either going to split up or get bought out. That was it was happening. So you know they they Sony came to them and they paid for what Ghostwire and they paid for Deathloop. So mm-hmm. you know and they helped fund that fund those games. So I'm assuming they're handling the marketing. And and I've told this to Richard. So I, I that's why I told him I don't want to see Ghostwire anymore. But we know we're going to see like every time Sony does something, Ghostwire is going to be on there because they paid for that advertising. It's part of whatever their deal is. So. Uh, so hopefully the final time on Deathloop. I mean, <laughs> when does that game come out? I'm, I'm counting the days the game comes yeah. out so I can stop fucking seeing advertisements. For Is it, it. even this year? Remember, it's it's soon. it's in the next couple days. It's it's literally oh, like, it's like it's 15 days or something like that. This is yeah. why they did the whole like the whole start from the beginning and like this is what we show them for the whole year. You know, like we haven't even shown we show other Sony titles once, and but you've gotten Deathloop once every quarter, every event. But, yeah. Um, next up we have what what Radiohead's kid. Uh looks like Amnesia A Space Nesia exhibition it's, comes to yeah, PS5. Kid, kid A Manesia. Kid I don't a, know. It's amnesia. some kind of it's a Radiohead thing. Yeah. I, kid A was <laughs> one of Kid A is one of their albums. Yeah. So and this is a collaboration between Radiohead and Epic Games. They're collaborating to bring a, a Kid A exhibition to PS5. 
Uh, I guess it's just celebrating their early 2000 album. Um, I guess we don't know what's going to happen with that, right? I'm assuming it's going to be interactive. Yeah. I, I'm thinking like D2, that, like that old PS3 game where it had like music that kind of artsy style and manipulates it. Um, I'm in and out on some of these, so if anybody wants to add stuff in there, it's great. Uh, next came up is uh, the Bright Island Adventure Chia trailer. Yeah. This is a French game, so I don't know how to pronounce the ch in it's, French. Yeah, oh. it's it's a French game, but it looked like this. This is the one that it, it like takes place. It looks kind of like that Hawaiian um, setting. It's you know a. It it looks like. It looks like a Nickelodeon show yeah. uh, yes, or Disney Junior show, but it's very like bright flash game, colored, like a three D flash game. I I don't know. I didn't watch this part, so I can't really uh, go on. And I apologize, Brent. And any interrupt you were describing what was in the trailer. Go right ahead. Uh, no, no. I mean, it's yeah. it's brightly colored. I mean, they showed the the girl, and you were like a ukulele. Um, that, that yeah, ukulele, well. yeah. and you could choose what chord to play, and it it actually looked kind of interesting so i mean this yeah. this will be a one to kind of keep your eye on i'd like to see a little bit more of it and uh, be me. That, don't be me don't buy the game just to learn how to play the song of storms on ukulele <laughs> and be like okay this was fun and then just turn off the game at that point this is all i wanted to do with this game they showed some cool ki- clips with the character like jumping around and then kind of going into like a bullet time slow motion thing and yeah. switching between animals so mm-hmm. they were a goal sure that wasn't max Payne. <laughs> Back to Remedy. <laughs> Max Payne, bullet time, animal style. Uh, but it, but the character would like jump as a goal and then switch into the human form and then like slowly descend and then they they switch to like a fox or a raccoon or something, like a four-legged mm-hmm. thing or dog. I guess it was a dog and they started running around. It, it kind of reminded me of that, uh, the Michelle Ancel, the canceled wild game from Ubisoft where you could play the different animals and stuff. I don't think the, I don't think the like character swapping was a core mechanic of that, but I got the same like artistic vibe and such from it. I mean, it looks interesting, so we'll yeah. see more when it comes out on there. Um, that was kind of the indias indiaish part of the presentation. Mm-hmm. Mark, probably another Shuhei get. Uh, that's my guess. Yep. Um, next up was uh, Uncharted Legacy of Thieves collections coming to PS5 and PC uh. this early 2022. I'm and very this pleased. Is, this I have is the, the games that Richard has not played yet. Uh, played both it's Uncharted of the Richard Collection. Here, here's the thing, though, Richard. Uh, <laughs> if you boot up... Under the Richard Collection. That way, when I want to pull it out, I was like, oh, I know that's the reason why. But here's the thing, Richard. Uh, if you if you pull up on your PS5 now and you pull out the, uh, the PS Plus Collection, Uncharted Among Thieves, I believe, is already in there for free. Yeah, but you, you don't get and to you don't be. get to pay more money for the upgraded graphics. I know. Wait, so. is it gonna be the same thing? Can I play it now? Is that you the can same play thing? it now? It's the same thing. You just can uh, you just can upgrade graded graphics and probably have to feedback all the features on the yeah. PS5. Probably. I'll wait. It's worth it. I love. I these think games. so too. I, so I'm gonna go back through it again on both. I mean, uh, Lost Legacy is a really really fucking good game. It's probably up there with me on Uncharted Two. Uh, I don't. I heard this one Uncharted Two, but it yeah. is close. It's really really good. Uh, it's it's a good one to me. Uncharted, Uncharted two, and uh, Uncharted two and Uncharted four are the are the games. Lo- Why is uh, three the weak link? I thought three was solid. Three was good. Mm, it was three just was what? good, but yeah, it, yeah t- two and two and four are 
Man, you have, to follow, you have to follow the masterpiece. You know how hard it is to follow a masterpiece and now yeah. Can we name any of those games? Other than a Mario game, probably. Even then, some people would debate me yeah. on that. They're probably like, I didn't like Odyssey or something like that. Some people don't like Odyssey. <laughs> Odyssey uh, was shit. Man, I, I never finished Odyssey. I wasn't a huge fan. Really? It's pretty good. I like too many moons. You know, there was like they gave you moons everywhere. I, I so, love to me it was yeah. too much water. To, to me, love, it was it was a return to form. It, it felt yeah. kind of like it had that '64 vibe to it. Oh, it's a there, fantastic there's a, there's a legit, that is area an incredible where, master. It is a masterpiece. Yeah. I, it didn't click with me as much as the other ones. I, there's I there's a legit area where with the '64 stars and stuff like that. It was like yeah. a nice throwback. You had to get to mm-hmm. it. it was really, really good. I didn't, I, was get like, there. I didn't get there. You even played the dun, 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 mm-hmm. when you get the stuff in there. Yeah, it, it, it was, was so like cool. a nice throw. Yeah, yeah. But uh, right, so that's another one. What's another one? Like, uh, like a Carn- Thieves collection. A Corner of Time, and then what was after? And a lot of people didn't like Majora's Mask. So yeah. I mean, it's hard. It's hard to follow masterpieces, man. Right, right. I'm sorry. I don't want to argue. We got us. we got into the PlayStation Studios part of the show now. Yeah, where... I think what was it was it Herman uh, Hulse came out and said that at this point everything would be from the internal studios. I think yeah, he there and said his piece. And everything's PS5, right? Except for Gran Turismo. Yeah. And yeah. God of War. <laughs> and God of War, After yeah. But they uh, they showed a little clip. Uh, of a new Insomniac game. You saw Insomniac in the Marvel title and showed a man sitting at a bar uh, surrounded by a bunch of other men that are already knocked out all around, just littered throughout the bar, and then some guy gets up, pulls out a knife, and the guy's just sitting there at the bar, and then he clenches his fist, and the claws come out. I lost lost my mind because I... (laughs) <laughs> what a reveal. What uh, a reveal. Because I'm, sit- I'm sitting there and I'm watching this. I'm like, Marvel, what could this be? What could this be? I'm like, no, Logan. And like, as soon as he clenches his fist and the claws come out, I, I lost it. My kid come out of his room. He's like, what happened? What happened? I'm like, there's going to be a Wolverine game. <laughs> Why the guys that so, made Spyro. Yeah, the guy that made. <laughs> and Spider-Man. <laughs> more Spyro. recently. And Resistance. <laughs> Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Wolverine. <laughs> only if jameson's and they're saying wolverine like that <laughs> oh what a reveal and it was just it was just it's not in-game graphics it's, it's yeah. nothing related to the game it was just a teaser announcement and man what a way to bring it home that looked incredible god seeing the claws pop out of the the fist yeah hell yes uh and then next they they kind of i didn't know it was going to be gran turismo it it Got me first because of the music. Mm-hmm. The music started out and it sounded it's like this very like odd kind of classical eerie music. I'm like, yeah. first thing that came to my mind was like Castlevania, and then I started seeing like the car outlines and the reflection. I'm like, oh no, it's Gran Turismo. So, I was hearing that. It, I was I was putting together like Wipeout. I was like, man, we're getting a new Wipeout. That's what I was hearing. Okay, and okay. That's what I was hearing I in the background. Get that. I was like, oh shit. Yeah, and then that Gran Turismo logo kind of spun into yeah into focus, and then they like change the music. Hell. It it does. It looks really really good. And they are such they are such graphical powerhouses. I'm really hoping that that PS5 version is like head and shoulders above, or not gimped by the PS4 version. I think mm-hmm. this is the only one I'm invested in. Like, 
And again, I talked earlier on the show about I'm not great at simulation racing games, but I can appreciate them. I love watching like these, this, just this pure, we're pushing polygons, we're pushing physics. Uh, this racetrack is exactly rendered. You know, we put in all this detail and effort and polyphony digital, just they're on a whole nother level with this type stuff. We're not and doing I want to see this. We're not doing this. We're not doing what? We do this every year. We get excited about a Gran Turismo. We all buy in. <laughs> And we put in a total grand total between uh, all of us like four hours probably. I have literally done this since the first Grand Turismo, so, so I feel called out specifically by Cesar. <laughs> hey, I I still haven't done it yet, but I thought about even buying the the other Grand Turismo just because it had that VR mode to it. And we should do that. We should do like you guys did with the have, uh, Ace Combat and Tour Get Stroke. the uh, Get that VR headset. Get get a uh, racing wheel and pedals. That was, and... that was a fun bit. Oh, that's a deep dive, Brand. It's a deep <laughs> dive when you start looking at racing wheels and shit. Because there's no. like sixty, seventy dollar kits that you can get oh. that are they're nowhere close to like the two hundred dollar one that they say you have to get after that. No, I'm still shook on the 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 drive club stuff, man. Like when I had to turn around and look behind there, and then I was like, I, I was like, where's the window so I can start puking out of it? So I'm like, I can't. Okay. Do- that's what got me is when you can when you can literally lean out the window. I was like, <laughs> let me let, let let PlayStation VR finish me off. I was like, oh, I'm ready to put in Resident Evil Seven there again. Let it finish me off. Just do the trifecta. Oh, <laughs> Drive Club. Drive Club was ahead of its day though. We didn't. We weren't ready for Drive Club. Nobody was. Those rain physics and shit on the windshields and all that. They knew what they were doing. But Grand, Tur- Grand Turismo 7 looks really, really good. Uh, March 2022 yep. is that date. I'm not going to hold my breath. We'll see. Yeah, I think that's a that's an easy pushback. Do you think, here's the thing, do you think the PS4 one is holding that one back, making sure that that is compatible across everything? Or do you just, think they have that scaling down pretty? pretty? At, at this point, if you're going to sit there and, and, and draw a line and tell people you got to pay more money to get the next-gen version, I expect significant upgrades are you gonna it get a lot to, of shit yeah, yeah i, I imagine to. they're gonna put their money where the, their mouth is so i mean you have an out you can just say hey ps4 pros 1080p now we're not doing 1400p or whatever you know whatever that ps4 pro one was trying to come in at as active as this community is and how um competitive as their competitors are on different options i yeah they can't do that anymore they're gonna they're gonna eat a lot of a lot of bad press for it, you know. What I mean? And so. and Gran Turismo Sport, let's not forget, it was like the the Halo Five of that franchise. It was not great out the door. They had to do a lot of content updates and support and stuff like that to to have that one really be. And it was a live service game. It still is. I, I think that's why they, they they changed the name, like you said. I think it's because they were as a test. Yeah, it was something they wanted to try and see. If they wanted to do it as a live service because we right. They came out with Sport 2, and I think I can't find a physical copy of Sport 2, but there's some that's out there, and it's expensive as fuck. Yeah, what is that one? I, I see it on the PlayStation Store all the time. It's like Spec 2 or something, right? It's a, it's an update. Um, it, it includes the original one, but it has like a whole bunch of new content, and the VR one is all included, and it's like a separate... They, just, they end up calling it 2. So, like, I've only seen maybe one or two physical copies, and it's only came out in the UK, because, you know, that game's big in the U, bigger in the UK than it's right. here. And it's That's the competitive printer as most watching was from the super UK. expensive. It's like it gets a lot of money just to get a physical copy, man. I had I think it's, it was digital only everywhere else. So damn, I I've only seen a physical copy once on eBay and then, then it disappeared and I've never seen it again. I should have spent a couple hundred dollars for it. So <laughs> said no one ever. 
<laughs> said no one ever. Uh, are we all in on GT7? Are we going to try this out? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, sure. we're we're at that it's point in one, the right? console cycle where there's not a lot of new shit coming out. Yeah. So it's like this is the part where we like I'm willing to like okay, if this makes me justify my PS5 purchase, then yeah. I will entertain it. So I'm I'm in that wheelhouse of mm, I got a PS5, I got an OLED. Let's see what this looks like. It's gonna look really good, and I still do that with like GT3 and 4. Like I'll pop those in the PS2. Like damn, these are some good looking games on PS2. <laughs> they still hold up, man. They're they're. I mean, all the way back to that first Gran Turismo, and they came out with two right after that with arcade mode and everything. And it just—they know what they're doing, man. They're—they're—they're they're, they're wizards over there. Next up, we had Marvel Spider-Man Two. Um, how is Insomniac making all these games? I want to point this out. How are they? I don't know. Sony's getting shipped, their money's worth, though. They shipped Spider-Man Remaster. They shipped Miles Morales. Miles Morales. They shipped Ratchet and Clank. They've got Wolverine announced, which is pretty far off, I would imagine. They got Spider-Man 2 coming out. Like, how are they? Who else has this sort of docket on their on their books? Who has this this workload? It's crazy, right? Uh, this was just a teaser trailer with both Peter and Miles, and had Venom in the background. And as yes. said, is it is headed exclusively to PS5 in 2023. So I don't know why they didn't mention it all, but the whole person that's speaking the whole time before they show Venom was Craven. So I'm assuming it's going to be Craven and uh, Venom as the main villains. I've read the comics a lot. I know when the descriptions he was given about hunting them and all that stuff, I know it was Craven the Hunter. So mm-hmm. I, I guess it's it's going to be Craven and uh, Venom. Because after he finishes giving his little, whole little spill, that's when Venom comes through and says, yes, we are, you know. All right. And then they finished the showcase with God of War Ragnarok. I guess that is the confirmed title. I watched uh, mm-hmm. Corey Valrog pull the tape off of his T-shirt and unveil Ragnarok as like the worst kept secret of the past year. And I'll let you guys speak to this because I know you both played the the 2016 God of War 2017. It's just good, man. This looks this looks good. I'm hoping that this is going to be uh, as good as the 2016 one was uh and i mean they're they're saying it's this is their coup de gras to to finish off the uh of the, the norse, norse mythology yeah. God of War. yeah and uh, i did see it, on a on a side note on outside of this show the the guy the gentleman that animated the like return action of the weapons and all that he passed recently so Oh. Yeah, I wanted to note that Dang. I saw that the whole apparently I haven't played the game. I know you guys have. That's a big mm-hmm. part of it is like the physics of the axe or whatever axe, comes yeah. back to you. Yeah, he, he recently passed so that they, they wanted to note that. But did the game look good to you guys? You're mm-hmm. down for some more God of War Ragnarok? Yeah, I mean, apparently there were some people that were. Uh, of course, unhappy. There's always those people With. there. Uh, just the way it looked, they're like, you know, oh, this doesn't look, you know, any different. How is this next gen? And it's, it's always with the stream, though. You know, it's wait until the video. Incredible. I was gonna I say to, to me, it looked, it looked really, really good. And then I saw him in a canoe or something going across the water, and I was like, holy yeah. shit, yeah. look at that. And they showed, I think, everything that was shown was uh, captured on PS5. They noted in the trailer, so mm-hmm. we don't know what the PS4 version will look like. So, or if there's any uh, hindrances Pro. on there. Was it PS5 Pro footage? <laughs> I was laughing because you saw PS5 Pro was trending on Twitter, and then yeah. somebody like, "Why?" 
Somebody that came out and was like, finally, we can stop fucking talking about Switch Pro. Switch we just Pro. got the PS5 Pro in there just so people shut the hell up about Switch Pro. Because <laughs> you can't find PS5s anyways. Might as well have a PS5 Pro. Yeah. They have so a somebody, chip shortage. Somebody on Twitter was saying that it was a Nintendo who announced it so they can just get people off their case on the Switch Pro. <laughs> <laughs> a divergent tactic. Yeah. They'll just bitch because it's like, well, I can't even find a PS5. We're talking about doing a PS5 Pro. They're like, finally, we're talking about these, the Switch Pros. <laughs> Is anyone ever happy? Is any fan base ever happy with anything no. at any point in time? No, we, we just see it. And I'm over here playing Dead Space like, this game's amazing. <laughs> it looks incredible. <laughs> it's from 2008. <laughs> we just see it more now because of social media, man. And the ability yeah. for people to meet and connect and talk. And we just see more of it now. But, I mean, you know, people have always been, like, this decisive. So, I still remember yeah. people getting arguments in high school about game consoles. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, but no. you could just laugh at that. It was so, I mean, it's stupid now, but you would just hear these unfounded madness bullshit opinions. It was just like, okay, sure. And it was it was always that extra special bullshit. Like, you know, I heard there's uh, PlayStation 3 is coming out and it's going to have, you know, double speed DVD. And you would just hear, you know, it would just be stupid stuff people made up. Like, really? And that was in the, that was in the day and age when Japan got stuff before we did. So, mm-hmm. Uh, you guys, you realize we'll hear about this six months before we actually have it, right? There's no way that you can just start coming up with this this crazy madness. I, just, I, I, just, looked at, I, I just looked at people and just and just kept buying games and playing. That's what I do now when people argue about stuff. I was like, Still? okay. I mean, the, what was the number one argument on Twitter? Was the argument about the um, KOTOR exclusivity? That's all people argue yeah. about. They were arguing about, like, I bet it's only this long. I, bet it's long. I was like, who cares? The game's not even out. Just Wait until they announce stuff. I was like, we're arguing about something that's not even out yet, or it's still in a constant teaser. We saw nothing but a teaser. And it's literally playable right now on Xbox and PC. Right now, you can go play it. A uh, good version of that game. A classic. People are weird, man. I just sat there, and I I just shake my head. I was like, and then people were buying in and responding to us. Like, don't respond to this fool. Like, don't please don't respond to each other. Just let it die. There are days when I think about not being on social media at all. I, I step back and I'm like, what am I here for? I mean, the, the news is going to get there. I, I've got this recent obsession with old gaming magazines, like remembering that euphoria of getting a new one in the mail and just like pouring through it. Like that's how we got our information and how much fun that was. And even looking at it now, like since I was about a month ago, I got that EGM and then I was just sending you pictures of these ads. It was like a full page spread of like Final Fantasy seven ad or uh symphony of the night. It was like this beautiful advertisement. Like, Holy shit. I just, I just, you scarred me for life when you just showed me the Kobe Bryant one. So I still, this only one I remember oh. that you showed me. So yeah, it was the Kobe Bryant, uh, NBA courtside for GameCube. Right. When they remember when GameCube had that whole ad campaign where they put like Pikmin and rogue leader and all that in the cube, like they would have these mini dioramas in the cube, and oh, that was such a cool ad campaign. But I, I've started to lean. I, I'll say I've started to lean further against social media, but I've also started to look at more positive stuff. Like there's a bunch of good uplifting accounts where I feel like that was the purpose of the internet is to connect and improve. And <laughs> there's actually some decent stories out there. You don't always have to look at doom and gloom and. Oh, God, my faith in humanity has gone. And I was about to say, but just like everything else, there's always those people that you look at and go, this is why we can't have nice things. Yeah, because essentially. They, yeah. I, just, I, just, I just shake my head and be like, whatever, man, at that point. I'm just, I don't even let it bother me. I just, I, there's some stuff I look at, I just laugh. I laugh out loud because like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. 
and then I just I just keep it moving. I don't even respond. I was like, that's what they want. They just want people to respond yeah. and get into hoopla. It's like oh. strangers on the bus. Like it's some random kid on the bus versus your core group. Like your core group knows what's going on and they are able to intelligently talk about cross-platform stuff and everything. And then you have this rando. That, that post a picture of like all my homies hate PS5 picture yeah. on there. And it's like, <laughs> you know, like I'm like, okay, what does this have to do with the conversation? So I'm like, uh, you know, I don't let that stuff bother me anymore. I just laugh at it. I'm like, this, I just laugh and then- and then we're in the, we're in the era of like influencers and stuff. Like people get they will get sent free stuff. Like don't follow these people because they like the exact same thing you do. Know that they are being sent free products to yeah. to shill these type things. Like don't be don't be confused. Like they're super passionate about this because nobody would shoehorn themselves into this one experience. No one's out there like I'm only going to play PS5. That is the only place good games are everything else is complete trash because anybody who knows anything about video games know that is false you have retro you have xbox you have pc you have handhelds you have all kinds of shit and it just those those are my that's the ones that make me laugh and it's like my that's my favorite ones when they start making the arguments like all right time for personal preference when they talk about which version is better i was like here it goes personal preference time everybody's got a different opinion And then you have like the digital foundries of the world who are technical whizzes and actually literally break down all that shit and tell you what is what. And they get accused of being shills for stuff. Uh, it's like, oh, yeah. I was about to say, uh, speaking speaking on that, uh, last week we talked about that video where that YouTuber broke down the uh, newer PS5, the, the remodel, and literally he had to make another video talking about the amount of hate he was getting because... Obviously, he he like titled the video "The New PS5 is Worse," and I mean it's kind of clickbaity, but you know he's like that was my opinion. He goes, but now I've got like all these people. He's like, there's some people like sending me death threats. Other people like saying like, <laughs> oh, you're getting paid by Xbox to do this and that and that. He goes, all I did was take the thing apart and give my opinion. You know, <laughs> you can't you can't hardly do that anymore. You know, <laughs> I have sixty followers. <laughs> They're not paying me. <laughs> look look at their threshold. I'm sure it's in there. I'm sure it's in their account stuff. You can tell who they're going for. It's like you. I don't really watch that much digital foundry stuff, but it's like they just report They're what's good. on the on the screen. They're yeah, good. So and they've always been good, and I will look. die on that hill that they they literally report numbers. They run yeah, shit. They look at the stuff. numbers. They're there. Yep, it's like they it's show like, it you know, to you. It's like it's, it's, you, it's you're just reporting facts on there. It's however you take it. Some yep. people just take it, take it to the to the extreme. They purposefully uh, slowed it down to make uh, uh, Xbox better. <laughs> they were doing this years before, like that was even a thing before. I know. Because they, I mean, it wasn't intentional, but they shone the light on the Xbox One being the weaker of those consoles when it came out. Like this, yeah. Okay, this console's running natively at 900p. We see this. PS4 is running at 1080p on the exact same title. Here's the performance differences. But they also, I mean, that's that that seems to be when they came in the limelight. They were doing the same thing for 360 and PS3. Mm-hmm. I watched Dead Space videos where they were breaking down like, okay, you may want to you may want to get the 360 version because this this and this and this seems to be better. You know, PS3 seems like it started to be the lead platform, but it seems like the integration or whatever was easier for this console and it. it Dead Space is not the best example. I don't want to quote their review of Dead Space, but it switches back and forth between you know whatever was optimized for that system. Yeah, Mass PS3, Effect has all kind of opinions, and PS3 was notoriously a little bit harder to uh, develop for. Yep. So some of the optimization just wasn't there. And I mean, it's uh, there's a lot of games that that 
just natively yeah. do a little bit better before on those, 360. Before those cell APIs were out there for a lot of stuff. And it mm-hmm. not, they go into depth on that. Like, hey, by this time, you know, Naughty Dog was getting out of the PS3 what nobody could get out on the 360. You were not going to yeah. get, we're not going to get this sort of uh, production out of this hardware, but that's because this was a specialized group. Yeah. So uh, they had they that, they had that time to just dedicate. Yeah. You know, unlike an EA or an Activision or, you know, where they're churning out however many games, it's, you know, they're working on one thing. They're doing all they can to pull that power out of that system where the other guys are just like, well, we got these many games. We got to come out, just get it on there however you can. So, yeah, both those guys, uh, Richard Ledbetter and John Linneman, they've been doing it for well over a decade and doing a great job, an unbiased job. And doing it well, so like I said, yeah. that, I, that stuff bores me. I don't watch it, but <laughs> I can tell you. Right Have you now, seen their DF Retro series where they go yeah, into like the tech spec? Yeah, God tier. Yeah, like I said, it doesn't it doesn't hold my interest. But I can say for a fact that all they do is reporting what they see on screen. They're not making right. Anything. Mm-hmm. Like I see the hate online, and I don't get it. I'm like, they're literally just reporting. This is what happens. I mean, you want to yell somebody, yell at who optimized the game. I mean, you know, just you're yelling at the wrong person. So they're just showing what how the game plays. Yeah. All right. How did we get on that? I don't know. God, God of War was our last news story. Oh, that was a good discussion, though. We, we always do a pretty good job with that. Uh, games played. We're at an hour and a half. We'll, we'll try to breeze through this. I don't think there's a whole lot to cover here. Played a little bit of Halo as uh, usual. Nothing of note, I believe, with that. Oh, I do have an interesting note. Uh, there are some weekly goals that you get we call them halo bucks so you can spend you'll achieve things through multiplayer matches or campaign missions or whatever whatever like the there's weekly there's seasonal there's goals that you can complete and an easy one every week is to complete uh campaign missions like uh specifically the ones we like to do are halo one and halo reach there's they call them the bookends so it's like the first one i guess the last halo that was done by bungie and the first halo that was done by bungie so they call it the bookends and um, when we need a Halo buck or two for the cosmetics, because uh, they don't sell actually anything through their store, we'll run a couple of those missions. And Russell, friend of the show, Russell introduced me to this. We run Pillar of Autumn, the very first mission of the very first Halo Combat Evolved. And we've mastered it on Legendary, where we could literally run through it in probably, I think it's nine minutes and 50 seconds or something like that. Like it's, it's sub 10 minutes that we can run through that first mission, Pillar of Autumn, as co-op. Uh, you know, you're both Master Chiefs in that first Halo. <laughs> it's kind of weird how they never retconned that. And it, even when they did the anniversary, like when you when they unload the or they unseal the hush casket, it's like two Master Chiefs that pop out of the, pop out of the cryo chambers. Uh, but we we run that on occasion. And then uh, Russell was over here three nights ago, I think it was. And this is a side note, but I actually wired my retro station. Like I've got my tube TV set up. Um, I've got Sega Saturn, uh, Dreamcast, Super Nintendo, N64, might be one more. I've got them going to S-Video. And then on the bottom shelf, I have PS2, Xbox, and Wii slash GameCube going through component. So I have those hooked up with switches and everything, and I've got everything. Good cable management. Um, Shout out to Professor Messer, VSSR, who advised don't plug it in. If you're not going to play it, just don't have it plugged in. I actually printed out some uh, cable labels 
at the end of each power adapter. Like you can tell the difference between uh, I've got the Xbox one that came out later that has like the surge protection thing at the end of it and a Wii power cord. It's gray. So you can tell the difference, but I actually, I put a, a cable label on there and put a sticker on there that has the logo on it. So I can, you know, just plug in whatever I want to and hit the switch and then I'm ready to go on both of those. And I made sure everything worked, that kind of stuff. So Russell was, long story short, Russell was here a couple nights ago and we, we were like, hey, we've never run Pillar of Autumn on original hardware on Legendary. We, we, we weren't this good when we bought our Xbox in like 2002 or 2003, whenever it was. Because when we got that first Halo, we were on a wait list. Halo was sold out. We had to get on a wait list at EB Games to, to get a copy of Halo. And it was it was a greatest hits game by them, but it was just still hard to find because everybody anybody who had an Xbox wanted Halo, right? That was the and when we got ours, that's what we wanted. Yeah, and uh, it was the oh, game. Yeah, uh, our first game was actually Kotor because we were on that wait list, so that was one of the titles we had to have for our Xbox. Like we got to have this, and we had been running uh, Pillar of Autumn on Master Chief Collection. I'm running it in you know an Xbox Series X, like the best it could possibly look, all this kind of stuff. And it's interesting to drop back to the roots of the series and play this split screen and see it chug in certain areas. But there's also a charm to this is how we first experienced Halo. This is how we played this campaign because multiplayer was fun with the two of us. Like we'd set up the sniping missions once we got a second Xbox and we'd be in separate rooms and that kind of thing. But the campaign was where it was at when you bought a new shooter. You got it for the story. You got it for the campaign. You weren't multiplayer was a side thing like if it was even anything like you know famously that first halo combat evolved shipped with multiplayer as like an add-on they threw it in at the very end so that campaign was like the legacy of a bunch of those titles especially that generation it seems like seems like last generation we started to get really really into multiplayer first well i'm sorry two generations ago ps3 360 we started to, to lean more into like multiplayer betas and uh, we want you in for the multiplayer for this because that's going to sell the subscription. It's not. It wasn't quite to the um, uh, cosmetics and microtransactions. It wasn't quite to that point yet, but that's definitely where they made their money was like season passes and expansion packs and things like that. But uh, we ran the we ran that original Halo Combat Evolved Legendary mission. We ran it like ten minutes and. There was some slowdown, and it, it does not run like it does on Master Chief Collection. It's a, it's an older game, but it still had that same charm. And we actually played through two two missions. We did the the mission right after that, so that was a lot of fun. Uh, Dead Space. I'm up to the fourth chapter. I've run into a couple of. I'm not quite to the ammo conservation part that you guys were warning me about. But there's definitely some enemies that you go up against, and if it's not a perfect shot or, like, you you execute what they're asking you to do immediately, I'm restarting. I'm like, ah, I can see what's what's happening here, and if I, if I don't pull this off, it's, it's not going to go well. Um, there, This area that I'm in, if you there's areas of the floor that are blowing up in the air, and if you walk over, <laughs> it'll blow you up and kill you immediately. Uh, so I had that. Uh, I had a big giant thing. Um, someone warned me about it. And then this thing just came like crashing through the hull of the ship at me. And luckily I had the right weapon. It's like a, there's a saw weapon that I have that shoots the saw out and it just kind of hovers in midair, like right out, you know, an extension from where Isaac's at. And it would just cut him up. So I at least had that to defeat this thing. But I've encountered like two more of those things and they're bullshit when they come out. Because you can't, 
you know, Dead Space up to this point has has trained me to use corridors to my advantage and kind of kite enemies around so that I could get the right angle to cut their appendages off and things like that. This fucker just comes straight through the geometry of the level and like walls and everything. You don't give a shit. It just comes at you. And I, I was thinking because it was right after the part where I met these the things on the floor that there are like zero gravity holes in the floor that just blow up in the air. I'm like, man, I'll just I'll I'll move around in the room until he comes across one of those and then it'll just kill him. And they they avoid those. They go around them like, <laughs> like damn it. <laughs> this game's smarter than I am. Uh where I left off, I have to I died like two times here. And I was like, fuck this game for now. I, I can't do this right now. But I had to run across the exterior of the ship while the asteroid field's coming at me. And they never really tell you like Okay, the asteroids are coming at you. You got to get behind something. So they, they said you had to find cover, but I didn't know what cover meant, like what they were asking me to do. And then like the third time I died, I could see the asteroids coming over the top of the ship the way the way the camera was positioned. So then I could get behind something. You don't have to duck like Gears of War style or anything. You just get behind the thing. It, it lets you live. But you at least need to have one air tank refill because you can't make it all the way down the path to this turret area without having one of those air tank refills. So I did burn one of those. And then when you get to the end of that part, uh, you're in a turret, like uh, almost Star Wars style, like Star Wars A New Hope, where the TIE fighters are coming through. But there's asteroids. You're in an asteroid field, and you have to blow up uh, the asteroids as they're coming to hit the ship because the defense system's not online yet, which I just spent fucking an hour getting back online. (laughs) And now I'm manually shooting the asteroids. And I couldn't figure out the shooting immediately. Like I'm, you know, I'm using left and right stick. Like, what do I do here? There's no HUD on this game. So you're just, you're kind of winging it as you go. And I love that about it. I, none of these are knocks against the game. This is a masterpiece game. In my opinion, it's, it's a, it's a stellar flagship of gaming. Everybody needs to play dead space, but I died three times trying to defend these asteroids. And I just, I don't have the right rhythm down on it. And I was like, I'll come back to this. And as usually happens with this game, when I just step away for a little while and then come back to it, I'm good to go right after that. So it continues to be good. I love the atmosphere. Uh, so many jump scares, so many unexpected events. You know, you're going down a hallway and you know something's going to come out at you and it never does. And then you round the corner and it drops out of the ceiling. And it's just it's it's it never lets up with that. And even though I just complained about the asteroid running across the asteroid field and the uh, shooting the asteroids out of the turret, those are two new gameplay elements that I didn't have until the last like 20 minutes of gameplay. So they're still introducing new elements. And uh, right before that was the spots in the floor that would immediately shoot you up and kill you. So there's, there are some enemies that go into that it just wasn't the big one that I was after. Uh, I'm not really running out of ammo yet. Health seems to be an issue. But I'm trying to gauge uh, spending my power nodes on health upgrades on the suit or like weapon upgrades. But I'm I'm kind of sitting on a couple now just to see how that breaks down and see what I need to do. But kind of gauging on the flow of the chapters, I'm close to the end of chapter four and I'm averaging about like 35 to 45 minutes per chapter. But um, <laughs> it's an awesome ass game and it looks so good on backwards compatibility on Series X with that auto HDR. It is just that's a good ass looking game and it plays flawlessly. So that is my dead space update. Uh, my kids are still playing toe jam and Earl spoke about that last week and they still ask me, can we play toe jam and Earl? So now it's like a reward thing. 
and they will play until they get bored, which is which is fine. They'll get to like level five or six and get a couple ship pieces, and then they'll be over it. Um, while I had the Genesis hooked up, I had my oldest play Mickey Mouse Castle of Illusion for the Genesis. And there is a practice mode to that that kind of lets you beat the game. It's really short. It's like 15 minutes because you can't really take a whole lot of damage. But it's just three levels, and it kind of lets you get to the end. So um, the oldest definitely really enjoyed that. And then I'll finish with they are currently hooked on Connect Sports, the first rare collection for the Xbox 360 Connect, And specifically, not the whole game, specifically bowling. They love the bowling. And I think I talked about it a couple of weeks ago where I was not that good at it, <laughs> but uh, they both, they ask for it and they know, like they hold their hand up to, to select their player. Then they grab the ball with the hand down and they know they just, they go to town, man. All I have to do is turn the TV and the Xbox on and they're, they're ready to go They're They, they can get all the way through the menus. They can sign up for two players. They can pick their storage device. Remember that you had to pick your storage <laughs> device on 360. Like, where do you want it to save to cloud? hard drive storage unit <laughs> every time and uh they go to town with some bowling so those are their current faves uh but those are my my games played this week what'd you guys get into uh mine's easy uh and played this much this week i think I'll, i've already talked about earlier in the um earlier in the show uh sonic colors sonic colors ultimate edition yeah um like here's a war ultimate edition got about four hours into it that's another way you can go at it too um <laughs> i think it's just the first world which is multiple acts um i don't remember i think i've, I've never played the wii one i played the ds one um so this that is probably pretty the good first too, right? that, that one's considered really good mm-hmm, it's probably the last like portable one sonic portable one that was considered a good one until they start coming out with the second age of stuff um yeah, I mean, this one's a little bit bigger. Um, you basically, uh, Eggman is built like some kind of a amusement park in space, uh, and Sonic sneaks in before the place actually opens up to check everything out, and make sure he's it's not a bad place. He's he's saying he's telling the world that he's changed and he's to make amends for it. He made an amusement park in space for the world to join, and then you know, Just Sonic's always like, there's something too good to be true you know about it and so they sneak up on there and that's pretty much your story in there uh as you go through the levels like the first level is kind of like a tutorial level uh it's like the old school 3d one where you're just running through and you're doing the homing jump and all that it's like that that stuff they've had since the dreamcast era yeah uh and whatever they added on since then was they went through the ps2 and xbox ones so um you see the robot uh eggman's capturing um Alien, when they call them aliens, are like wisp naturally on that area. Uh, they come with different colors, and as you go through the levels, you'll see certain areas of the levels are locked depending on different colors of the alien wisp race. Uh, you have to get those to unlock different aspects of the levels to go back later and to get everything. Uh, so, like, there's these little red star dots in there where you have to collect every one for each level to unlock Supersonic. They kind of let you know in the in the beginning of the game before you start, like, hey, you need all these to unlock Supersonic. Um, and so like some of the stuff is kind of certain access areas from the, the level are hidden off depending on, you know, it's like, I guess that Mario 64 type of stuff where you have to like hit the, the green or red button to get access to different levels later on. That's that type of thing. So, uh, and as you go through, 
each level maybe has each world has maybe like I think seven or eight levels, and then you have a boss at the end of it. And there's like maybe five or six planets, uh, and then a few amusement park where you can go through the whole story. So I've only maybe went through the first two worlds. So I'm like, uh, I'm just kind of messing around with it. I've been tired. I didn't really focus too much on it, to be honest right. with you. So it's it, it plays like a it plays like a 3D Sonic game. It's one of the better ones. Um, I still prefer Sonic Generations. It's still my favorite one just because the that was kind of like the best hit. And I still go back to that one and pop that one every so often. I was going to ask, what is the no. better 3D Sonic? Because it seems like Sonic never really found his niche in 3D, right? It it was never it never really clicked. Generations is the best one to me, but that was a mixture of 3D and 2D, and it was a good balance, and it was like the greatest hit. So it's like you played like the best levels from all the Sonic games from 2D and 3D, and they popped it in there. So that was if I ever get like a an itch for 3D Sonic, that's the one I go to. For 2D Sonic, I probably do Sonic Mania. Um, that one is really good. Uh, one of the newer ones. So, but yeah, that's pretty much it for me. Um, like I said, I've been busy doing other things. Um, but yeah, that's it. I'll, I'll kick it over to Brand to finish up. Uh, I continued to play uh, Ghost of Tsushima still, the director's cut. Director's cut. Um, and. Uh, I, I did uh, open up the the first island or the first portion of that island, um, you know, saved saved Jin's uncle and uh, got to the point where I could jump into the DLC, uh, found out that uh, the DLC, uh, the Iki Island expansion is mm-hmm. something you probably should do. Um after you've beaten the actual uh, main story, because if you don't, there's definitely uh, kind of some spoiler there. Um, story like story wise or story wise, okay, yeah. Um, Cesar talked about it last week, where this is basically uh, Jin goes over there because there's um, these new Mongols that just kind of these new types of enemies that show up on Tsushima and uh, he realizes that they're coming from Iki Island and there's some new, um, uh, not really like a, a Mongol general or anything, but she calls herself the Eagle and she's doing this stuff that's like making people go crazy and so he figures it's th- this was a scouting party. This is you know a big enough threat. I need to go over there and, and figure this out. But um, like Cesar said, this um, his father went over there uh, in the past. Um, this is where a story bit happens with the father. Yeah, main story. This is why you're saying you should play the main story first before you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hit the island. Yeah. It wraps up one of the main things from the first yeah. part. So it continues on there. I, I don't think it was it was mentioned in the main story. They kind of retrofitted to this island. Yeah, I don't, so I don't remember the, being a part of it. So in, in the past, Jin's Jin's father had gone over there um, to like quell a rebellion and all this all this, um, and you have to go kind of into Jin's past. And I'm enjoying the story a lot so far. Um, there's different types of enemies now. Uh, there's we've talked about how there's kind of like this rock, paper, scissor thing going on. So there's like big brute enemies. 
there's enemies that usually only use like a sword or two swords, uh, a sword and shield, or a spear. And there's different styles um, of attacks you can use, and you can switch them on the fly to deal with them. But on this island, there's now enemies that they carry everything. Oh there's hell! Like, there, yeah, there's like these big, there's these big guys. No more paper they, rock scissors. Yeah, they've got, they've got swords, they've got a spear and a shield on their back, and you'll be fighting them one way, and then they jump back and they'll switch on the fly, and you've got to switch it up how you're attacking them. Uh, along with uh, Cesar mentioned, there's like these dudes in the back. They're like shamans. And they're like, they'll start doing this like Mongol chant thing and it powers up all the enemies and it makes their attacks pretty devastating. Uh, so you, you have to wind up. Yeah. You you wind up having to chart. You've got to charge back because they always are hiding in the back and just like sitting there chanting. So you've got to like try and run through all these guys not get killed and get to these shaman dudes and murder them. And sometimes there's just one. Sometimes there's two. Sometimes there's three. And they like to, uh, sometimes they like to position themselves up on some like little elevated things. And you've got to try and like get up there and get to them. So, um, and then there's like, there's other little things like, uh, in the, in the main story we, uh, I talked about when I first played this game, there's, you know, all these legends of, uh, you know, this person's bow or this person's armor and it's this, you know, giant legend and you, you, you're you uh, told word of mouth uh, about this person's tale and it goes through and it's like this ink painting showing you the, the this person's um, explaining their um, their life and their legacy. And now, you know, the the. You know their ghost haunts this over here, and uh, I I did one of those and got this uh, armor. It's actually pretty damn cool, and it it negates your regular guard, but it like highly increases the chance of you doing a like perfect parry. Oh, and if worth you, the trade off. Yeah, if you and if you do a perfect parry, it gives you like these like three quick attacks. And you can uh, like quickly attack this person right here, and like uh, immediately switch to a different uh, a different opponent. So it it winds up being pretty pretty cool. Um, and yeah, I'm just I'm going through the story on that. Um, I'm still really really enjoying enjoying that. I'll probably finish up the Iki Island stuff, um, and I'm. I may go through the the main story mm-hmm. still, but I really wanted to to get through um, the new stuff. The new stuff, and yeah. I really I could I could have booted up my my full save file and gone back into it, but I think I would have had that block that disconnect that Cesar was talking about, where he just yeah. he didn't remember how to how to play uh, what, and what pick up the combat. Uh, I I have the physical disc, and it's basically just a key in my PS5, and I ah. upgraded it digitally. So okay. Uh, and then other than that, um, 
I think we any, maybe any played old school any GBA no, any Pokemon I, Unite. I th- I think we maybe played one game of Pokemon Unite. Um, He's falling off on on the holiday. They need you to. Um, they need to reel you back in. There needs to be some special event or a coin uh, giveaway or new character. And and other than that, uh, I did go to the local game store and uh, pick up our our game oh. club game and i and i started it and for those who who did not see our instagram post uh and we had we had mentioned it um that we were kicking around bringing back game club we are and for the month of uh september we're doing hellblade uh Senua's sacrifice so well i've i've started that uh and i know we'll We'll play it for for this month, and we'll we'll talk about it at the end. That way, everybody's got a good bit of time to go over it. And uh, that'll be that'll be the end of the month that we touch on that. But you can yeah. play that on PS4, PS5, Xbox consoles, and PC, PC, and Switch. Yeah. Switch and has Switch. the cloud one, right? Yeah. Yeah. So if anybody has had any, Switch is native, not cloud. Oh, it is native. It is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. I have a copy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, if anybody's interested, you can always send comments, uh, your reviews of the game, or play with us, and then send them in toward the end of the month. Nofodcast at gmail dot com, and uh, Russell will direct them to somebody. So <laughs> he's got a he's got a huge, really huge list. That's like a two and uh, a half year backlog now. <laughs> We've been doing this for a long time. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I can't I can't wait for you guys because did any of us actually play that game when it when it had come out or I got about two hours in like a year ago, two years ago. No, it had to be two years ago because I wasn't here. I got to the second boss. Yeah, gotcha. Same years back. Yeah, I had I had never played it. I've never picked it up. I'd heard decent things. But uh, but I'm enjoying it. It's good, and I can't wait to talk about it with y'all. It was one of my first. Uh, I've got this ultra wide monitor. It was the first, like one of the first native ultra wide titles that I was playing, and I was just like, "Oh God, this is incredible!" <laughs> with headphones and everything, because they they recommend you play with. I was about to say, yeah, I I've got 3D audio going with the uh, the PlayStation Five headset, and yeah. I I think it is a must. Yeah. My my only complaint is that um, it does throw up that error when you play it on PS Five. There may be issues in the right hand corner. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, I turn it on. And it, I had it looks one. like it looks like butthole in 60 frames per second. It it t- it takes a huge graphical hit. Yeah, I had to turn off 60 frames a second. It looked Brent. like the Switch version was 60 frames per second. Brent, you have a Series <laughs> X. Brent, you have a Series X. I I do. I I, I thought about Brent. Play your way, man. I I'm playing on PS4 also. Yeah. Again. Again, pick there. It's everywhere. Pick your pick your version. This is not a bad game say, anywhere. If uh, if any of us, I, I figured I'd try it on PS4 because I figured at least one of you, if not both of you, might go Series X. So I will be doing Series X. I've got it installed. I just got to start it up. This game's easy platinum, so I'll be playing on PS4. So oh, okay, interesting to note. You just gotta beat the game and you platinum it. That's it. Really? really? Okay. Yep. Yep. There you go. But yeah, that's uh, that's games played. All right, you guys got anything else you want to add? Absolutely not. 
Watch more anime SSR. Yeah. Follow us on follow Tensu. us on Instagram. Uh, share us with your friends. Find us anywhere you get your podcasts. So I think that's, with I the think promotional that's it. opportunities. <laughs> Me and Cesar <laughs> burned out over three years of <laughs> rattling off SoundCloud, Stitcher. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, we did that roundtable BS when I started. Yeah. Naming off. Because you already found us. Where else yeah. can you find us? Yep. We we don't have an audience. We just uh, accumulate them and add them to the show. We've got to set up like a coffee or something if we don't do Patreon. Just like a tip jar type thing, potentially. Even if we're throwing it in there for ourselves for dues every year. Yeah. But that's inside baseball. I think some people would tip us. I think I think we've got some fans out there. Yeah. Right, whether you tip us or not, we appreciate you listening. Uh, we, we enjoy doing this. So Appreciate it. It's always a pleasure. Oh, yeah. Uh, Thank you for joining us this week, and we'll catch you next week. Bye. See you later. Love you. Brant, the floor is yours. (laughs) I'm glad you you took the relationship with the podcast to the next level. Are we going to leave it as that? (laughs) See ya. As long as Brant knows it's him, not me. I'm not telling anybody I love him. Yes, I was doing long hours of work this week, so we all were. This was a worthy pushback. I don't mind the Friday night this week. Um, let's see. We are recording, but I'll edit this out. It's not a big deal. If you got something to add, Brent. <laughs> Nothing. Hold on. Let's see if I can. The fact that TikTok made a text to speech effect but didn't program it to say fight correctly is so funny. Why is she saying fight when it's I never heard this before in my life. What is this? Awful. It's, it's all over it's, any it's social their media text to speech. Stuff. It's garbage. It's I, that I text to speech thing that. Um, and I'm not even a TikToker. It just bleeds yeah. into everything else. I'm like, everything. Oh, this is here. People I, post I, all those like clip videos and stuff, and it's just everywhere. I've never. That's the first time in my life I've ever heard that. So welcome to the nightmare. We introduced you. I probably will never hear it again. So <laughs> until Grant plays it for you again. Yeah. <laughs> you, you need most of my time is I, I watch. VTuber stuff, so I mean, I'm not. I haven't we heard anything like that. We heard that grading nature that it was. <laughs> oh, from uh, Peko Pekoro, Usagi Pekoro, Peko Peko Peko, Pekoro Chan. <laughs>